Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is me, right? Yes. All right, here we go with episode number, what is this, 259 of Raiders Fan Radio. And guess what? We don't have an intro. Hey! Hey. What's up, Raider Nation? What is up, everybody? Appreciate you joining us. We are live from the... uh, from the fantastic Domenico's Italian Deli in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right here off of the square. And uh, we are so uh, thankful to be here. And, uh, and we are joined by so many of our good friends. This is basically Swag Jeff. Let me first let me bring to the show my yes. best friend and yours from the my right side. <laughs> well, yeah. Jeff, what's up, Swaggo? Well, yeah, man. It's so good to be here. It is so, so good to be here. Uh, appreciate the hospitality, and we'll get to him in just a moment. But we just filled our belly, and yeah. we, man, we are ready to roll. Yeah, this is going to be awesome, man. So, this is so we are here at Domenico's Italian, Del- which is pretty much. The home for Raider Nation in Middle Tennessee. 100%. So if you're coming to town for the uh, for the, Na- uh, the Nashville, for the uh, Tennessee Titans versus the Las Vegas Raiders, absolutely make your way to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and come check out the fantastic Domenico's Italian Deli. And so uh, we're going to get under the proprietor of Domenico's, but, bef- but, but, but first, before that... But but first, but 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 first, today, Junior. Let's throw it down to the man that's to your right, from my right, the legendary, the one and only Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh. Hey, so I love the echo in here. it's kind of cool. It says to me, ah, food. You know, it's filled with food. We just we just filled our guts about fourteen minutes ago. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was phenomenal. Oh my gosh, Uh, uh, and you made the sandwich. Yeah, you and your buddy over there. My buddy over here, the guy that happens to just own the joint. Well, yeah. yeah that's he, all. Goes, he goes, put some gloves on. Get back here. Let me show you what we're doing. <laughs> we're working overtime tonight. <laughs> that's right. So introduce yeah. the man over there to your right, so Uncle Mosh. So to my immediate right. Little do you know. I mean, I could go on and on and on about the Alameda High Schools. Champions, record holder, Laney University, college, MTSU. No, this guy's my boss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Right. The, man, the man let me play in the deli. I get to use the slicing machine. Nice. I mean, nice. This saw, is what it's like. It I call saw. it the saw. Let me, let, me go, let me go hit the saw. Well, okay, yeah. nobody else wants to do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got wounds. I got holes in my finger. From the oh, thing. yes. I know, right? I bled yes. all over the mortadella. Oh, no, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, to my right, the one and only Mr. Jeff Murphy. Yeah. What's up, QB Jeff? Hey, QB Jeff. 
Appreciate you coming down to the deli and doing a live show. Heck yeah, man. This is awesome. We've been so talking about doing here. We've talked about doing this forever, man. And we finally had a chance to uh, kind of guinea pig the new setup, man. Yeah. And, uh, and, and give it a test run before uh, Tennessee Titans. And what better yeah, place not? to do it than, 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 than right here? So. Oh, there's no better place. Hey, tell us a little bit before we get going on all this Raider stuff. And if Raider Nation, hang with us. Uh, we've got plenty of Raider talk coming up here in just a minute. But before we get to that, tell us about Domenico's. Give us a little brief history of the place, about the original, and then also where we're at here in Murfreesboro. Yeah, so my grandparents started the original in Alameda, California, which is an island right off of Oakland, for those who don't know. So we grew up Raider fans uh, in the Bay Area. And uh, when my grandparents retired... My parents took it over, and uh, so I grew up in the joint in Alameda, you know, shucking peppers, you know, busting tables, doing dishes, all that stuff. So, Hearing uh, the crowd from the Oakland Coliseum in the winter, right? right? Literally could hear it, you know, depending on which way the wind was blowing that way. You could hear the, you know, the loudspeaker and all that. So, you know, just grew up diehard Raider fans, and, uh, man, came out here in 2010 and got a football scholarship to uh, MTSU. Let's go. Meeting my wife. Now we got three boys, and uh, two years ago we took the leap of faith and brought the family business to Murfreesboro. So Love it's it. Awesome. It's Love been it. a crazy two years, but we're we're rocking and rolling, and football season's here, boys. Oh, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Two weeks ago. And oh my gosh! So it's been it's been fun. That's awesome, man. We'll definitely check it out if you're out there on the West Coast. Check out uh, Domenico's in Alameda, and then if you're in uh, Middle Tennessee, definitely come check out. Uh, Domenico's Italian Deli here in the love on the lovely square of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, go back to Jeff's shot there. So this is cool. So I'm, the first time I came in here, I'm like, okay. I'm like, they opened up this Italian Deli in Murfreesboro. I'm like, that's awesome, right? So I'm like, so I, I came down here. I come walking in, and the first thing I see is up off to the left. Uh, it's over Jeff's left shoulder. It's a Murphy number 12 jersey. MTSU, and I'm like, yes. that's my favorite number for my favorite player. I'm like, the guy's name is Murphy. I'm like, I think we're going to be best friends. And then and it's I, the black, and it's the uh, black uh, jersey. Yeah, exactly. And then I look over, and, and by the front door on the other side of here is a picture of you and your family, and they're like wearing Raider gear and stuff. And I'm like, all right, this is creepy. I'm like, this is like, <laughs> I'm like, we're like long lost brothers or something. I'm like, this is awesome. So, uh, yeah, Domenico is a fantastic place, and uh, and uh, you you wear and represent your Raider fandom well, Jeff. Appreciate it. Man. So love. It. All right. Um, okay. So you mentioned, Jeff Murphy did, that uh, it's time for football. So before we get going on the show, guys, proper, I got something I want to play for you. Okay. All right. Check this out. How sweet it is. The buzz of football is in the air. We're ready to go, though. Let's go. Win on three. One, two, three. Can you feel it? Pats fitted. Helmet shined. Uniforms crisp as they will ever be. The autumn wind is approaching. The edge of fall is upon us. But here in Las Vegas, a new era begins today. A regime ready to chase greatness. Every task will be measured with the same standard of excellence. At new additions, donning the silver and black. It is a dream to be a rare man. It's a dream country. see you there. Greater nation. You've waited since January for this feeling to come back. And here we are. Just win, baby. Oh, let's, let's go. go. Let's, let's go. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Well, hey, so, so, so that, that uh, and before, much respect to Aaron the Q-Dog Raider in there. 1911 donation to the One Nation Foundation says, Greetings, nation. When I get to the borough, I will get drunk and eat me some sandwiches. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, hey, so uh, so I, I went to a, uh, I went to a, uh, 
what, what do you call those? A, a, not an antique a store? store. I went to a thrift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. uh, I, I went to a thrift store today. You did. I went to a thrift store, man. Okay. And I just right. I was shopping around a little bit, trying to find some deals, trying to find some retro stuff. Yeah, that's good. You know, because like I'm a... Swag Jeff, man. I need all you... sorts of stuff. Exactly. So I found something. Uh oh. I found something, and okay. it, co- it cost about uh, seven dollars too much. <laughs> <laughs> cost okay. seven dollars too much, but after listening to that hype video, yeah. I, I just want to go ahead and show it to you guys. Do so, it, so, brother. So you, you uh, throw, throw up the fan cam. Okay, uh, all right. d- yeah, bring it to the fan cam. Okay, all right, here we go. There's the wide shot there for those of you that are on the audio podcast. And uh, so Jeff is bringing. Oh, no. Oh, gross. He's, Jeff is busting out. An, uh, How dare you bring that in? Like, my what is that? Like a, oh. <laughs> it's an Adidas uh, Ladanian Tomlinson jersey. Why the hell would you buy that, Jeff? Just so I could do this. Ah! Let's go! Let's go! Nicely done, Jeff. Either that or I was going to clean the Pichadu with it. (laughs) We'll just put it in the bathroom. There you go. So Jeff brought some extra toilet paper to uh, to the yeah, to there, you here. there you go. There you go. Franklin eighty three says, "My eyes." <laughs> so for those on the audio podcast, Jeff just ripped that thing in half and it beautifully done, swag, Jeff. Yeah, nicely yeah, done. Nicely done. That was a solid jersey, yeah. Huh? <laughs> Shades of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> are, you yeah. win- are you winded? Yeah, yeah a little bit. I, mean, I may need to grab a cannoli. <laughs> Beautiful plate of cannolis over there sitting. Cannolis. It's cannoli. I got to quit doing it. Uh, cannoli over there sitting in front of Uncle Mosh. All right, so. Um, <laughs> sitting very close to Uncle Mosh. <laughs> so uh, we always take our episode number here at the top of the show here at Raiders Fan Radio. I guess I should do a little housekeeping. Yeah, do First that. off, thank you to those of you that are joining us on the YouTube. Everybody that's in the chat room right there. Uh, we appreciate all of you so very, very much. And you could join us each and every week at 6 o'clock on, uh, on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Nope. And, um, Strike that and reverse it. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. yeah. Seven Eastern and four Pacific. That's How about what that? I said. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Do that. And so definitely check us out there on the YouTubes. It's YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate everybody uh, that is joining us live tonight. And you, but you can also correspond with the show a multitude of ways. And the best ways to get us a message is to call us at 909-345-3346. That's, That's 909-345-3346. 3346. Or you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And uh, we love to hear from you guys. So definitely keep those emails and, uh, and, and phone calls uh, g- coming our way. And also, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast, thank you for subscribing to us on any of your favorite podcast service. You can find us at Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. You can even ask your internet-connected device. Uh, and that is all because of our good friends, at uh, at Fansided yes. and just Blog Baby and um, and we always tell you guys you know we appreciate all of your amazing donations that we uh, we we give to our nonprofit which is the One Nation Foundation but really the best way to support our show um, is is just to like it subscribe it retweet sure. it repost it that's the best way and uh, because that enables advertising opportunities for us and uh, we got a new advertising partner we do we actually we got a few so I'll, I'll give one and then Jeff. When I throw it to you for two fifty nine, tell us about the others. Okay, absolutely. Um, so I had to, I did a, a read for Drizzly. So, oh, uh, so if you okay. want to get so Drizzly, that's the the alcohol delivery company, and uh, has become a new partner, new advertiser of ours. Yes. And so, um, so again, when you share the show, when you subscribe to the show, it helps us earn those opportunities for uh, uh, partnership with folks like Drizzly and. 
Who else is Swag Jeff? Oh, my gosh. So uh, we've been working, man. We've been working to get this One Nation Foundation to the next level, and and we're doing that big time. So uh, so I'm going to flip the camera first off over to uh, to QB Jeff and to Uncle Mosh over there uh, because right in front of QB Jeff there is a football. It's a, it's a football. And, and, it's, and, football. It's, and it's signed by a goat, and it's inscribed by a goat. Charles Woodson, uh, number 24, Hall of Fame 2021 inscription. That is a, uh, a legit football that was basically sent to us by Charles. So our good friends over here at, uh, at Woodson Whiskey. So if you're not drinking Woodson whiskey, there's something wrong with you. You need to do it different. But <laughs> but uh, we've become right good. Now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm 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 rocking the lid that they sent over yeah, as well and stuff nice. like that. So uh, you know I've been I'm re- talking to them quite a bit. We become friends. We're, Charles Woodson is now my like third best friend. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, he's moving right. on up. He's okay. moving on All up. Right. But uh, but so, hey, they sent a ball and said, hey, why don't you give this to the One Nation Foundation? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Ab- absolutely. So absolutely. Absolutely. So, so September 21st, we're going to be raffling off that football. So that's every awesome. $10 donation, September 21st, will get you into that running to, to win that thing. And that's the, that's the, that's the Titans week. So that's that's yeah. the week that everyone's going to be here doing it big. So uh, so yeah, it's going to be awesome. But the the one that I that I'm very we got excited one more. About, we got one more, and I'm very very excited about. So uh, much much respect to T Public. So T so Public. T Public. They uh, they provide or they they host all of our all of our swag that we do and all that stuff. And and much respect to Christina, who is our sales rep. Uh, she hooked up a massive deal and gave a massive donation to the One Nation Foundation uh, and helped with the T-shirts that we're going to be uh, selling live at Acme Feed and Seed for the Bussin' with the Boys Raiders Fan Radio uh, co-tailgate. And That's crazy it's, cool. It's, and we got merch. Awesome. And yeah, we, we're going to have a lot of merch there, so so make sure you save your save your money. I, I, 20 $25, bucks, I think we're going to sell a shirt for, and it's all going to the One Nation Foundation. So it's, it's going to be re- really, really cool. And, and, so, and also much respect to several people in the chat. Tyrone Graves, a five dollar donation fabricator gill who just had a 330 dollar night uh oh my last gosh, week. i know Unbelievable. Uh, he, he donated you, 20 bucks tonight ebony grave a 10 uh says happy birthday baby girl you can have whatever you like uh um, oh. yeah psp raider at a 10 dollar donation uh tider raider a five dollar donation pineapple a 20 dollar donation oh my gosh the folks, donations are so rolling they're rolling in thank you so so much we can't tell you how much we appreciate that uh but here at the top of the show. Here at the top of the show. And we're, actually, real quick, before you get to the top of the show. Okay. Also, you met with the Bussin' folks this, this I, just I yesterday. I met with them yesterday. And so we've kind of got our plan finalized. Tell Remind Raider Nation what's going on the Friday and Saturday and Sunday before the... Uh, uh, Absolutely. Well, Saturday, uh, we're going to be hanging out with Music City Raider Nation. Yes. We're going to be down at Bowie's in uh, downtown Nashville, where it's, uh, which is an 80s hair metal band, or bar cool. and all that stuff. It's, it's cool. really, really cool. Music City Raider Nation is going to be there. I think they're giving away prizes for the first however many people in the door. I think nice. they're giving away wristbands and koozies and all that gut kind of good stuff so we'll be hanging out and partying there and then sunday 10 a.m acme feed and seed at the corner of first and broadway right next to the pedestrian bridge so if you're going to the game you can walk right across the street go to the game but uh uh what time is it? 10 to 12. 10 to 12. Yeah, 10 to 12. We'll be there partying. You can party with, with us until 11.45 and still make it to your seats before 100%. Yep. 100%. So, yeah. So, we got so much cool stuff going on. It's going to be Phew. amazing. Uh, but here at the top okay, of the show. Okay, here we go. Top of the show. At this, at this, <laughs> at this top of the show. Let's talk this, about the Raiders. Yeah, at this top of the show. So, it's episode 259. So, I'm going to be talking about a career stat. Because, you know, what, what do I do each and every week, Uncle Mosh? You take a number... Our number. 
number. Yeah. And this week it happens to be 259, and you relate it to something in Raider history. Absolutely. You have a protege. You have a Padawan, if you will, Kevin. And uh, yeah. you have somebody <laughs> that also helps you with that. Well, I want you to know, my brother, I've also got one for you tonight. Oh, when you're done. oh fantastic. No, you start it. Well, this one is this one's kind of for Murph. Okay. Oh, thanks, Mosh. Yeah, it, it, it goes back to, you know, I, I like numbers. Okay. I don't do math, don't but do I math like numbers. numbers. Sure. So there's a guy, and he's in a pro football hall of fame. Okay. Oh. He's okay. from our hometown. Oh. What? Yeah. Huh? He's from San Jose, California. Okay. And he's in a Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay. He had the same number you wore in high school. 86. At the same high school. Andrew Hill? At Andrew Hill. What? His name is Mervyn Fernandez. Oh, oh he's in the Hall of Fame? And he's in the Canadian Football oh. Hall of Fame. <laughs> and, the, and at one time, when he was living in Canada, the area code to his phone number... <laughs> Was two five nine. Oh, there you go. Oh my God! Beautifully nice done. I, oh went, God. I went so deep on that one. Wow, hey, hey, that was yeah. awesome. That was like the extended version of Lord of the Rings, right there. I'm no you. kidding, man. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> good one, Mosh. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So hey, so uh, so I didn't have anything this week. But uh, the Padawan has become Slacker. the master. Oh, the Padawan okay. has become the master because T Hom hit me with an amazing career stat. So Rich Gannon. We know him. Okay. We, him. we know him. We're very familiar Speaking with him. Speaking of so, 12s. Absolutely. Played 99 to 2004 and is actually ranked 26th on the all-time Raider rushing list and is the highest ranked wow. of all the quarterbacks. He scored 11 touchdowns on the ground and ran for 1,258 yards, which puts him just 101 yards behind Jalen Richard. Gannon did all this on 259 carries oh, for the Raiders. Well, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Isn't that awesome? That's very cool. How many rushing yards did you have, QBJ? What level? I don't know. I have to look the stat up. It's been so did long. You, you, Let's go you, Laney College. Hold that? Yeah. When you were in Oakland. I, I didn't run a lot. A couple hundred. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Just a couple yeah, hundred. A couple hundred yards. A couple hundred yards. Couple hundred yards. I, I like doing? to throw the ball. I like to get it to the fast guys. <laughs> <laughs> let, them, let them do all the heavy lifting. There That's you like go. a point guard. Uh, there you go. It's all about distribution, right? That's right. There we go. Right on, man. Well, good stuff there. So, uh, Uncle Mosh, let's go ahead and hit some contact info. You got it. we're going to jump into some respect. Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? Like, that sounds cool me, in here. Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The ticky ticky talky talk. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. This never gets old. Uh, what about the Twitch? <laughs> so, yeah, so we had yeah, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. 
Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Jeff says, yeah, it was. No, I think it was actually the perfect amount this time. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh. <laughs> you were grabbing his headset. I was too busy watching you, and I'm like, what is he doing? Why is he, got, why is he grabbing that boy? <laughs> he was trying to whisper into his ear. Hey, hey, grabbing me and whispering stuff. What are you doing? Yeah, I didn't want to miss it. <laughs> you were intently watching. I'm over there going, what? good, good, good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lean over here, Swag. I gotta take right. my glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. All right. So appreciate everybody are joining us in the chat room tonight here at uh, YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so here at the top of the show, um, you know, we don't give props. We don't do shout outs. No. There's nothing wrong with those things. But you know, we're Italian. We're in Italian deli for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah, we are. So we gotta, yeah, we gotta give some respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation. It's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. <laughs> the echo in here was awesome the for that. Was bad, no, right? The acoustics in here yeah. are killer. I just wonder if anyone walking down the street happened to hear <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't see it on the uh, on the YouTube broadcast here, but we're, we have a giant front-facing window, yes. set of windows in front of us, and yeah, people are walking by on the on the street there, and I'm sure that was an interesting look. And, yeah, uh, and there yeah. goes the popo. There goes the yeah. Oh, it reminds me of home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we like to give a little bit of respect here at the top of the show. And look, not to be too on the nose, but much respect to our good friend, QB Jeff, Jeff Murphy, yes. the proprietor of Dominica, for, for hosting us here tonight. This is awesome, man. My pleasure. And, uh, you know, we, we can't wait to have all of our good friends join us here in, amongst Raider Nation. And uh, so just appreciate you opening this up to us uh, here tonight, man. This, this, is, this is great. Um, next up, I want to I give respect to, this is going to sound weird, Disney Plus. Oh, okay. God, geez. Last night, <laughs> you, <laughs> you got a problem with the Disney Plus. Plus. I got like, a monster problem with Disney. Like, go ahead. Ooh, I hate that Disney. Did a new episode of The Mandalorian drop? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go back to my saw. So there I am. I'm going to go cut some provolone. So, <laughs> so last night, I'm like flipping through the channels, right? And I'm trying to find something to watch. And I'm like, let me see if there's anything new on Disney Plus. Damn it, there is. So Disney owns uh, ESPN, right? Sure. Yeah. So they put the 30 for 30s on Disney+. Plus. Oh. So on the main menu, they that. have a picture of Al Davis, the 30 for 30 of Al versus the NFL. I was like, let's effing go, Disney+. Yeah, Plus. Okay. Like, How cool Finally is that? Finally they've done something right. Yeah, right? Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. So anyway. That was in the olden days. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's all I got for respect. That's it. <laughs> okay. But guess what? What? Come on, tell me. Oh, there's there's always a pendejo. Yes! Pendejo. <laughs> pendejo. 
pendejo. Pendejo. Pendejo. And now I can't remember who it was. It was Disney. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it was. It's Disney, too. No, I, actually, I do have it here. Okay, so here's where I got for, for, for uh, our pendejo this week. So uh, you guys know I hate Mike Florio. Do you? Do you? I hate Mike Florio. Yikes. Like, so much. And so here's why Mike Florio is going to be our pendejo of the week. So we have so many members of mainstream media that are giving props and love to the Raiders. Right, right. You know, whether it's Rich Eisen, of course, Kyle Brandt. We have a lot of people that are, that are giving the Raiders a lot of praise this, this offseason. Sure. And, and calling for them to do great things. And we're going to hear from Rich and, and some others later. But check this out. This came across. I would normally, I would never play Mike Florio. But this is like just enough to piss you off. Listen to this guy. This is him and Chris Sims talking about what they think. That's another guy. I can't stand that can't guy stand either. Chris Sims? Ah, Chris no. Sims. So maybe we got double pendejos then. All right, so listen to these guys talk. They're, they're a little preview. Now, did, I thought you were about to call them little pricks. <laughs> well, that too. Listen to these little pricks preview the game coming up. All right, now, now check this out, man. So, like, didn't we beat the Chargers last time we played them? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. I think so. Didn't, uh, didn't we keep them out of the playoffs and put us in it? I'm pretty sure you we're, and I were, we're there at, at the game, game Mosh, yeah. and we watched those all those 53 little pricks go home yeah. while our Raiders went on to the playoffs. So listen to the way that these guys talk about the upcoming matchup here in week one. Do we have a consensus Raiders-Chargers? Maybe we don't. The Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. It's a rematch of that Week 18 Classic with the Raiders winning the game and getting to the playoffs in overtime. I'll go first on this. Cool. Because even though I have my doubts about the Chargers, because I say, to quote Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, a very timely reference, it's always something. At least for now, they're healthy. And they're going to be focused, and they're going to be motivated. I don't know where they're going to go from here, but I think they hold serve at home. I always say, week one, throw out the results. The only thing you should be concerned about is if you play a division rival at home and you lose to them because you eventually have to go to their place. Good luck winning the division if you get swept by one of the other teams in your division. I think the Chargers pull it off. I think they win the game 34-30. I think it should be a great game, an exciting game, and it's the first piece in what could be an MVP run for Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I tend to have a lot of the same feelings that you do. It stinks they have no J.C. Jackson because that would have been nice to see him match up against Devontae Adams. Uh, but I just look at the Chargers, and I, I feel like, one, their team is more talented Two, Shut up. You know, it's no coaching changes. Nothing's really changed. They made their team You mean better. that coach that called the timeout? should be better. Yeah, we right. know the receivers are good. You add that with Khalil Mack and Bosa coming off the edge. Derwin James is as healthy as he's been in a while. So I, I just look at that across the board and go, oh, I think that's an advantage Chargers. Raiders, I do think, are going to be in a pain in the butt. And I think their offense and Josh McDaniels and creativity is, is going to be real here. I just don't know if they have enough studs on the defensive side of the ball. And I kind of just think the, the Chargers win a high-scoring shootout type of game. I'm going to go 30-28 to 28 Chargers. So I got the Raiders covering, but the Chargers winning. Threading the needle, as they say, Mike. Yeah, I, I'll, go, I'll go the Chargers covering. I've already said 34-30. And, and look, by the way, Brandon Staley, as Pete advises, said that J.C. Jackson still could Okay, I can't listen to this anymore. Are these right. guys still talking? All right. So, Shut up! Thank you. QB Jeff. Whoops. Where am I here? Where are we? All right. There we go. Okay, QB Jeff. 
Am I taking crazy pills? Like, Justin Herbert for MVP? Like, I get it that we, every year, everyone overhypes the Chargers. That's an annual thing. But really, now we're talking about this guy being MVP. You're a quarterback. You know how to evaluate a quarterback better than anybody here. Talk, tell me about that. Is, it, it, is my Raider fandom overriding my ability to read objectively? or is No, not at all. I don't think so. I mean, when you look at what the Chargers – he has really nobody different offensively. And, I mean, I don't follow the Chargers, so correct me if I'm wrong. Like, he didn't have any big acquisitions in the offseason. No, didn't they lose Hunter Henry? Didn't he move on, I yeah. even think? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. I think he did. So – they have no major upgrades on offense. I mean, he, he's going to get better, as, as he probably will. Most guys do get better from year to year, especially younger guys. But, I mean, when you look at Derek Carr to him, like, Derek Carr upgraded all over the place. And you got a healthy, should hopefully, Josh Jacobs. You got Devontae Adams. Darren Waller seems to be healthy and ready to go now. I mean, if you want to talk about a guy that's getting ready for the MVP race, it's Derek Carr. I, mean, I got, go. I got right. money yeah, on right. FanDuel to win. I got yes. Raiders to win. The, if you guys haven't heard, the Raiders are winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So I got money on the Raiders win the Super Bowl and Derek Carter win the MVP. And I oh, really think he's nice. had the best year he's ever had. Well, you know, there's a lot of media that agrees with you, and we're going we're gonna to hear from some of them here in a minute. Because, like, yeah, it's like you're right. He's more set up, I think, than Herbert is because you're right. They, they didn't make anything. Yeah. They didn't do anything different. And you changes. add Josh McDaniels. On top that's of that, true. And I think that's Jeez. one of the Truth. biggest things that nobody's even really talking about. It's like the numbers Carr has had without, you know, McDaniels, without a guy like Devontae Adams are insane. So you add two major pieces to the puddle, puzzle, a number one guy and a guy like McDaniel, McDaniels who's so creative and, can, and knows where to go with the ball. And he's given Derek Carr the keys like I'm. So excited. <laughs> we get something here. I want to just shut all these idiots up. I can't stand these people. They're just so biased against the Raiders, it's not even funny. It's ridiculous, and it's right because it it's like it gets a little worn out, doesn't it, Mosh? Well, so what are they going to say after the week one trouncing of San Diego? San Diego. Of, uh, it doesn't matter where they're from. It doesn't matter. But you know what Nobody's I'm saying? Nobody's going to their games uh, regardless. Yeah, uh, uh, Raider <laughs> fans. I'm kidding. Well, uh, all except, except for Gorilla Rilla. Yeah, I know, right? Right. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started on that one. But, you know, I mean, seriously, what, do you, what are they going to say? What are they going to say? Oh, the Raiders were lucky? You know, I mean. They will. I, they, they'll they'll, they'll come be, up with something. They'll come up or, with something. Or they squeaked by. Yeah. You know, or, uh, yeah, Derek Carr had, a, had another fourth quarter miracle. You know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <sighs> I hope Herbie's ready for Max coming off the edge. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Let's gonna go. Be it's going to be amazing having him and Chandler Jones. Oh, yeah. The old Malachi crunch. Yeah, they're talking about Bosa and, uh, and Mac. It's like, what about, what about Crosby yeah, what about and, and Jones? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like, they're, like they're slouches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just idiots. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So there we go. There's our... Yeah. Thanks, Marsh. On cue. Hey, what's up? It's I can read from this. the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh. And QB Jeff and Swag Jeff. And <laughs> <laughs> Radio. <laughs> All right. Since we, since we played the Rich Eisen clip there, I'm going to go ahead and move the audio for Rich sure. right here to the top of this Sure. Segment. So this is where we're going to get it. We're going to listen to the media. We're going to check in with what the media has to say about the Raiders. And, uh, you know, some of these are great. Some of these are a little lame. But, uh, but this one, I always love hearing from our good friend Rich Eisen, a uh, good friend of the show, uh, Brockman and Del Tufo, good friends of the show. They listen. 
Absolutely they do. And so Brockman does the burning questions. What he does is he gives his rundown of the teams in terms of power rankings, 1 to 32, and then he, and then he addresses a burning question for each team. And I, I chose this to play tonight because I think this is a very interesting uh, topic of conversation when he gets to the Raiders. Check this out. Number 12, I'm looking at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, look, we know the AFC West is going to be stacked. The offenses are going to be awesome. So in this high-octane division, can they get the stops on defense they need to win tough games? Okay. That's for me. I'm looking at the defense. I got it. I've got a burning question right there uh, just to add to it, but get to number 11 in the meantime. Number 11. everyone knows how I feel about the Raiders. Absolutely. And then the burning question, the Raiders, you missed it, Chris, I'm sorry to say. Is Rich Eisen correct? That's it. That's the burning question. <laughs> Are you going to jinx this team? Is it? Am I right, is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so based on the process of elimination, you have the Chiefs winning the division. I do, actually. Okay. I've, I've, uh, I've come around. Okay. I've come around. Well, we'll get to that for your next two days of burning questions. Indeed. We'll see if the Chiefs are in the 10. the 10 through 6 or the 1 through 5. That's your way of looking at the, the AFC West, huh? So you, you've got the Raiders finishing third to the Chargers. I've got them winning. Oh, jeez. That's the beautiful thing about this division. You see so many predictions. It's all over the map. I've yet to see. I saw a bunch on Good Morning Football today. I, uh, has anyone chosen the Broncos to win it all? Not that I've seen. Because no, but because the burning no one's question, that stupid. I think people are answering the burning question that we came up with for the, for the Broncos. Uh, he, 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 I did. Yours is the, not, well, can he have the late season or late career magic? Your like brother Brady and Rogers. Oh uh, yeah. Your mom's <laughs> brother. <laughs> All right, so I want to throw this to you, Swag Jeff. So the burning question there, which is really the reason I wanted to play that. Sure. Can the defense get the stop? Well, when we traded Khalil Mack. We traded our closer on defense. That's the guy that got you the big stop on third down. That's sure. the guy that got you the that you know picked off Cam Newton and ran it into the end zone to clinch the win for the Raiders against the Panthers. Like we we have lacked that closer. Um, Casey Hayward was a little bit of a closer for us, sure. but but of course he's not there. But that concept: Do we have enough horsepower now on defense? Do we have the playmakers to close out games when needed and not twist freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick's head off and allow? 50-yard completions downfield. Yeah, for sure. You know, you got Deron Harmon, who is, you know, who's known for the, you know, for the turnover. You know, you know, you got Anthony Abert, who's no slouch either. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's stung to lose a guy like like Casey Hayward, sure. But, you know, but then you add a guy like uh, like Chandler Jones on the other side right there. Those are your two closers this year. You know, I mean, and Yannick was no slouch. He did great for us last year and all that, too. But Chandler Jones is just in another league yes you know i mean i mean i mean that's a major major upgrade and so uh so yes i mean those i mean i think chandler jones and we've saw him we've seen him do it tons of times he's the closer he'll he'll force the sack fumble and all that stuff well you know so chandler jones speaking of him had five sacks against the tennessee titans uh, against the Tennessee Titans when when uh, when the Cardinals played against the Titans totally. last year, and so of course now the Raiders are then going to come here, yeah, to to Tennessee to take yeah. on the Tennessee Titans. Who it just happens to be your bread guy, who's delivering. Yeah, he he's the man that makes it all work. That's he, that's the bread man, Tyler. The bread man is on <laughs> nice. his way in. He's actually wearing a Titans hat. And so Tyler, oh. Tyler, the bread man. How do you feel about Chandler Jones uh, and this five sacks he had against Ryan Tannehill last year? Here we go. Oh, I thought he was leaving. I thought he was leaving. He's that question. He might want to. Let's see if we can get him in the shot here. What? 
pass is the pass, Tyler. Tyler, come on in. That's the Titans. Come on in here, Tyler. Tyler, come walk around. Bring your Titans hat and your fandom in here, and let's talk a little bit of. Let's talk a little Titans. Come around this way. Watch those cameras. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Go ahead, Tyler. Introduce yourself to to YouTube and the and our tens and tens of listeners. This is, this is the man right here. He's the guy that makes it all work, let what, me tell you. What's up, Tyler? Shows. What's up, buddy? Hey, how do you feel about your, uh, your Titans versus uh, the fabulous Las Vegas Raiders? I'm looking forward to it. You're looking forward to it? I think you guys are, are head and shoulders better than last year. I think we're going to be better than last year. I think uh, a lot of people think we're taking a step back by losing AJ. I think we got Tannehill more weapons. He thrives when he's got a good tight end. Hooper's an underrated tight end in the league. People forget what he did with Matt Ryan in Atlanta, you know? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Devontae and Derek jail. I'm a fan of both of theirs. Okay. Uh, of course, you got a Bama back. I don't feel like he gets used a lot, but, you know. <laughs> He's a big Bama fan, too. Oh, okay. All right. You know, so I think I, I love the Raiders. I mean, I'm a Titans fan, but I love the Raiders. Hey, good deal. Much respect. Right on, Good dude. deal. So, so how about that? So Chandler Jones going up against the boy Taylor Lewan, man. Are we going to see another five-sack performance? <laughs> I think I, – I think – Taylor's a lot healthier this year than what he was coming okay. back last year. I think, I think, I mean, that's going to be a great matchup. I mean, I don't think Chandler's going to rock him for five sacks this year. But I mean, no, he's off that. social media, too, so he seems a little more locked in. I'll give, locked in. I'll give him that. I went to training camp, sat and talked with him. He's locked in. He's laser focused. He, okay. knows, he knows he got his butt kicked all last year. But he was also, you know, getting healthier. Coming off injury. Yeah, sure, getting stronger. Sure. Yeah. So we need him more than ever now. He needs to be – Taylor of 2016, you know, so hit the time machine. There you go. Good so. deal. Good deal. So you got plans for the game? Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Hopefully tailgate. You going to be at our tailgate? Yeah, I'd love to. I'll swing by in the two-tone blue, baby. I ain't scared. <laughs> there you go. Come on through. We'll be at Acme Feed and Seed. In fact, we're going to be there with Will Compton yeah. and the bus and guys, and we'll be yeah. hanging out doing our tailgates. Y'all so. let me know when. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. do it, man. Yeah. I'll swing by. 10 yeah, o'clock before, uh, the Sunday before the game. So y'all going to y'all gonna see uh, uh, Raider Willie, or is it going to be Titan Willie? On the, at, oh, oh, he's Raider Willie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Will Compton. He's He's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What y'all, but before I get off here, what y'all's prediction of what y'all are going to do this year? 20-0 and 0 and win the Super Bowl. All right. Let's there you it. go. <laughs> I mean, have you not heard? We're winning, the Raiders are winning the Super Bowl, Bowl this year. <laughs> hey, listen, I think, y'all are gonna, I think y'all are going to be on a tear this year. Y'all are going to be tough. I think y'all are going to win that division for sure. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. Everybody, Everybody's, you know, drinking the Charger Kool-Aid, but. I think the Raiders. I, told, I only, only mess mess with, with the top notch cats. I was yeah. going to say, my guy, <laughs> you know, he brings the good brand. He's, he's a southern got the good Ita- football he, tell, He's a southern Italian. He's hey, good. He's good. Cool. All right. Yeah. Right on. Good well, deal. I appreciate y'all letting me stop. Yeah, by. man. Get back to the bread. All right. <laughs> he's a working man. Yeah. All right. Let's give it up for Tyler, the bread guy. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right, next up, let's get to, uh, to our, our, our next soundbite here. And so this is a new one for us, guys. So this is the first time we featured uh, the Bill Simmons podcast. Uh, okay. A snippet from that on the show here. And, uh, and let's, so let's check in. So Bill does his show with Cousin Sal. So it's very much a family oh, nice. affair on their podcast, just like it is here for us. And uh, so let's check out uh, what Cousin Sal has to say, because he says, much just like our good friend Tyler there, don't sleep on the Raiders. Are the Chiefs and Chargers the two best teams in the league? In the league? Yeah. I like the Raiders. I have the Raiders winning the division with 11 wins. Wow. Let's go. Really? 
I don't know what's going on in people's heads. Like people, what is what's people, going on in your head? Well, if, if you ask most football fans who won that game the last week, Raiders or Chargers, I think most people would say the Chargers. They didn't win that game. The Raiders won the game. And if Carr doesn't spike the ball and they lose it down there and they were, you know, five yards, six yards away from going to overtime against a team that made it to the Super Bowl. And now they add Jones and they're, they're doing great. They, you know, they, they extend Carr. Uh, you know, they add Chandler Jones, who's a pressure guy. They add Devontae Adams. I like this team a lot. Let's forget, forget about, like, you know, the Gruden stuff. Like, they, they had their, their president quit on them. They had, obviously, the, the Ruggs thing was terrible. I think they're back on track. I have I them really fourth do. in the division. Do you really? <laughs> They're over under eight and a half. They're seven to one. Do you really to win just the say division. that? Seven to one. I've seen that since February, and that's what I, was like, I have to Everyone. take that. Six or less wins plus two seventy. Oh come on! Best record in the league, sixty to one. So this is crazy. So Mosh, I want to throw it over to you. It's fascinating to me that it seems like uh, here's what I'm learning now and hearing all these media opinions. And of course, it's funny because all this stuff will go away once we start actually playing football. But in the meantime, so let's talk about it because we haven't played any games yet. Isn't it funny how like. We talked about how so many more media members are endorsing the Raiders, and then there's the typical haters, but now it's getting really polarized. You either got them as winning it all, or they're going to finish dog shit in the division. Isn't that funny how uh, it's, 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 it's... Well, you know, but it's always been that way. It's always been that way, because you, you either love the Raiders or you're a Raider hater. Well, that's true. You know, and, yeah. I mean, and, the, and, and nobody's going to give us partial credit. Unlike the bread guy, who... <laughs> Who said I was taking a drink and I almost just spit no, up my but nose? He, but he, yeah, that was awesome. He was like, "Yeah, I'm a Titans fan because he lives here." Blah blah blah. But he's like, "No, but I dig the Raiders. You guys are going to be good this year." You know, very very talk about polarizing. That opinion is polarizing. Oh, sure. Nobody has that yeah, opinion. Yeah. You know, but if you were to really dig deep, I'll bet we're a lot of people's secret second team. Oh, I like it. You know nice. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 they don't yeah. want to admit they like us because you know because it's in the just closet. As, be, <laughs> they are because it's just as easy to say, "Oh no, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm a I'm a this fan. I love you know New England. I love Pittsburgh. Blah blah blah." But the Raiders, you know, I mean, you guys are good, but but they don't want to admit it. You know? Yeah. He, yeah. Tyler Tyler had the cojones and and he delivered the sourdough to admit <laughs> that you know that we're going to be good, but very few people will do that. That's right. You know, so yeah. it's, they're either like they're either they're either all in or they're all out. You know, the great bulk point. Of them. Good stuff there, Mosh. All right, let's get into uh, let's go to Good Morning Football, and uh, so this is gonna this is an interesting take here too. It's why Jeff want to hear your opinion uh, on this when we come out of it. Uh, they're saying we're gonna find out about Devontae. There's a lot of talk right now about whether Aaron made Devontae, Devontae made Aaron, or that. I think they're both great players, is just my opinion. But uh, let's check in to, to see what they had to say, and uh, and then after that, react. Derek Carr and Devontae <laughs> Adams are going to be on a field. We've been talking about these two yeah. players and their friendship and their history for months now. Can we actually see it in the flesh? Uh, what we have heard is that it is going really well. Let's see it actually on the field. This game is going to be an awesome one. There's so much offensive talent. But I want to see if Carr and Adams can pick up where they left off in Fresno State. And if Adams can pick up where he left off, honestly, with Aaron Rodgers. We're going to know if Devontae Adams is really the best receiver in the game, if he can do the same numbers and the same things with a different quarterback. And it wasn't just a product of Rodgers. Cannot wait to see these two finally in the flesh play together and actually connect. This is so All right. So that's, that's really interesting there. So what do you think, Swag Jeff? Is this... 
Where, where's the where's the, is it where's the hype at or none at all? Well, you know, they're always going to, you know, now that he's a Raider, you know, every, every time we get a star, anytime we do anything good, well, we're just going to have to see how, how that pans out. We're going to see how, you know, if they can if they can hold up on that and all that stuff. But, you know, I think what we're about to see is that uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't as good of a quarterback as what we thought he was. Oh, that's that's my predict. That's my prediction. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I'm, I'm a big fantasy sports guy. So uh, every, <laughs> we all saw the picture uh, of your draft. I, uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What, what, I should have put you on respect for that. Well, yeah, you probably should have. For I, those I that, go ahead, Marshall. Somebody said, man, he's going to lose his ass on the bye week. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. So for those of you that hadn't seen it, uh, there's a content creators fantasy football league. And so it's. Uh, it's our, our good buddy Graf. It's uh, of course uh, one of my best buddies, Mikey. It's uh, wasted talent is on there. Samoan on there. Samoan uh, Cody's yeah, on King. there. Kenny King. A whole bunch of people are on there, and you're on there, and you successfully drafted all Raiders. Every single pick was a Raider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think my which ninth is kind of hard to do. It's very hard to do. Well, like my tenth round pick, I chose uh, Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> so, you know, because hey, you never know. Down, down goes down goes Bledsoe. In comes Brady. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so you never know. But uh, but you know, Derek's rated higher in fantasy right now than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Is he really? Wow, yeah, he no kidding. Is. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think we're. I mean, they're going to light it up, man. It's going to be unbelievable. That's awesome. Right on. You know yeah. why? Because Derek only puts mushrooms on his spaghetti sauce. You know, oh, I'm like Aaron. That's know? true. <laughs> very, very true. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, so QB Jeff, so we, you, you talked um, last time. I believe you were on the show about yeah. the chemistry between quarterback and receiver, and about how important that is. Is it is it possible for them to rekindle that chemistry they had at Fresno State just like that, just in a one off season? I think so. I mean, they were there together two two full seasons, and the numbers they put up were were crazy. I mean, Derek Carr's last year, he had five thousand yards. He had 50 touchdowns at the time, which he broke a record. And then Devontae Adams had 1,700 yards and 24 touchdowns. Okay? Let's look at Devontae Adams' the last two years. Okay. He had 1,500 yards, 11 TDs last year. And he had 1,300 yards and 18 touchdowns the year before. So you're telling me he's going to go to another team and he's going to just drop off the face of the earth? That it was all Aaron Rodgers? No, that's the most asinine thought process <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. It just drives me up the wall. They like the be- Honestly, one of the best receivers in the NFL goes to the Raiders, and now he's just like, oh, I just don't know. You know, he had Aaron Rodgers, this and that. It's like you don't have that type of production solely based off your quarterback. Yes, it matters. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to play the position, no doubt. But Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr are not that far off. They, they're really not. Amen. Amen. Is it, is it is, is just for my simple fan brain – is it is is it is it easy to look at like well Wes Welker was highly productive with Tom Brady, but then he went and was had the same level of production with Peyton Manning, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, hundred percent. Even though Peyton was great and, and all but, that, and, we didn't and like for him. For Welker, like, a lot of that was was a product of the system that he was in. Whereas where you go from Green Bay to to Vegas, it's gonna it's gonna be different, especially with McDaniel's call. You know, running the offense, calling the plays. I mean, it's. I'm I, I'm so excited to see this offense go with all the weapons that it has. I mean, I just think, I don't see how you stop them. You can't double one without getting single coverage on the other. And if you try and double both of them, you have a five man box. Run the ball with Jacobs. So who are you mm-hmm. going to stop? Yeah. Our only weakness, in my opinion, is if our O line cannot get it together yeah. and we can't run the ball because then we become one dimensional and then you got a problem. 
but I think they're going to figure it out. And I think Jacobs and, and, and Zamir White and those guys, they're, they're good enough backs to make, you know, one guy miss if somebody gets through in a five-man box. So, so you can't stop them all. Talk a little bit about I'm, – I'm curious to this too. Um, we hear a lot of talk about Josh McDaniels and the sophistication of his offense and all that. And it's all about timing. And it's all about getting the ball to a spot. And it's all about protecting the quarterback and, and the distribution. And that's where, like, Tom Brady was so great in those offenses because – you know, he just had to get the ball out. That's why he didn't get sacked a lot because it was just, you know, a couple steps and the ball was out, like bang, bang. And it, okay. Yeah. Where Devontae and Aaron, from what I hear and the way I understand it, it was a little more creative. It was a little more, you know, in the dirt, calling plays kind of a thing with those guys in, in the chemistry. I think that he and Derek have that as well, if not better than what he had with Aaron. But my, but point of my, my question, though, is that is, can Devontae and Derek find that freedom that Aaron and Devontae had within this? really structured kind of rigid type offense yeah i mean i think they got the chemistry i mean i i feel like i read an article where they were they've been working on the offseason together for years for years yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah i mean it's not like they weren't throwing together mm-hmm. and i mean he had all the offseason since Devonte got signed like i think chemistry wise they're gonna be fine okay. i mean they're gonna i mean they're so much better than when they were at fresno together both more mature both have seen every type of coverage you can see so and that's the that's the beautiful thing about mcdaniel's offense and and I know everybody is a Raider fan hates Brady, but I'm a quarterback lover, and the guy is the smartest player to ever play, in my opinion. He knows what you are in before you line up. And every once in a while, he, he gets it wrong, but he's so successful because he knows if you're bringing pressure, he's going to get it out quick. He knows if you're not getting pressure, he can sit back there, and now I can go first read to second read to third read. And if I get to my fourth, you can't, you're not going to co- – very right, rarely right. you're going to cover all four. Right, yeah. And Derek Carr's just as smart as Brady is. He's just as smart – as uh, Rodgers is, and he's got more weapons than either one of them had ever, and maybe the year that Brady had Randy Moss and those cats. But other than that, like, spread out, you have Waller, Renfro, Adams, Jacobs, Foster Moreau's a dog, like... Yep. Matt who, Collins. Yeah, who, who, oh are my gonna, gosh. who are you going to cover? You cannot cover all five guys. Absolutely. So, and then does the improvisation then, does it pick up you, you, when you, when you mentioned that Derek might have that time to sit back there and go through his reads, if then the pressure does start to build and he extends a pocket, which we, he does so well. And, and frankly, I didn't think he did enough under Gruden's yeah. offense because he's so good on the run. Mosh and I talked about it a lot. Like I'll never forget that, that game against Kansas city when he hits Michael Crabtree yeah. in the front corner of the end zone, he's running against his body yeah, and left. throws it to, I mean, I couldn't go out in the backyard and do that and throw it to a fence post, let alone a moving Michael Crabtree to the corner of the end zone. Like, it's a brilliant throw when he's on the move. So is that maybe then where the improvisation comes in? It's like you go through your reach of so the structured part of the offense, and then if the play breaks down, then it's just the Derek and Devontae show. Yeah, it's, it's either you get through them all and they're not there, which honestly very rarely happens. Most of the time is when you get pressure and you have to move. That's when the imp- improvisation happens. So, which, that's the thing. You know, can, can the offensive line hold up? against some of these bookends, you know, that you have. Yeah, right, because we know, got some good pass if, rushers. If, if, you, get some, if you get some one-on-ones coming off the edge, it's, it's going to be a difficult, you know, task for those guys to handle it. Um, sorry, we had some, some customers that were trying to get in the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, hold on the door. But, yeah, so if those tackles can hold up and, and Jacobs can get a chip on one of them, then we'll see. But if he's got to get out of the pocket and make something happen, you got – a number of guys that should be running, running towards you, one going deep, one coming to you, one coming across all the time. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. nice. Well, and, and, you know, and I love what you said there, QB Jeff, about uh, them practicing for years and years. I think they've worked out that, like, improvisation stuff. I think they worked that out years ago. 
Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, nice, they're, nice, they're just nice. out in yeah. backyards yeah. and stuff like, okay, hey, go do this. Let me see where I can hit you and all that stuff. And I mean, and he's, Derek is so precise. So I've rewatched the Charger uh, Raider game like three times this, this past <laughs> weekend. And that third and eight throw that Derek Carr oh my did God. in overtime across his body and hit Zay Jones. Yeah. And he did that with Zay freaking Jones. Okay. Which he's no slouch, you know. He's hey, the, first he's, guy in last guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's you know, he was at the practice squad or at the practice facility so early. It's unbelievable. But uh, but you know, but we, we did that with Zay. Yeah. Now we got yeah, Tay. Yeah, good call. We went from Zay to Tay, and I it's mean, it's gonna be You know what I mean? It's nice, nine days. Nice. All right, let's check in. Uh, let's go to the other side of the ball. Let's check in with uh, ESPN and NFL Live. This is a, also a, a new feature for us featuring Marcus Spears. And, Mosh, I want to hear from you on this. He's talking about the defense, about how, okay, we talk so much about this offense and how dynamic it is going to be and how high-powered. And he's saying if the Raiders' defense gets hot, it could be ball game for the rest of the league. Don't let the Las Vegas Raiders' defense get hot with new defensive coordinator Patrick Graham. This offense is going to be hell on wheels, y'all. You got to determine who you're going to cover on that side of the ball. But if this team come together up front and on the back end, if they get some synergy with Trevor Morrig and they put Abrams around that box and they are able to cover people, the, you may be looking at a team that we may be counting out a little bit too early in this AFC West arms race. I know we're going to talk about Waller and we're going to yeah. talk about Adams and Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr. If this Raiders defense get hot, you may be looking at the best team in football. So I, I, I've never been 100% all in on offense sells tickets, defense wins games. Okay. I, I understand the mentality behind that, but they started saying that a long time ago. You have to have, now you have to have a well-balanced all, uh, offense as well as a well-balanced defense, and you better have a good special teams. You know, so I, I think it's becoming more, I think it's becoming more centralized where the, where the whole thing has to work. Okay, you can't, just, you can't just go out there and throw, throw, throw and score 8 million points and hope that the other team only scores 790, you know, thousand right, or whatever. Right. You know, you can't do that. Can't be the New Orleans Saints you, and you win it every year. Yeah. yeah, so, but I think they're right. I think with under this new defensive coordinator scheme and this setup that he's got, I think if our guys are in a position where they buy in and, it, and they start getting some success, and they start shutting down some people like A-Bear in San Diego. You know, I refuse, I refuse <laughs> to call him Herbert, and I refuse to acknowledge Los Angeles. So A-Bear in San Diego, when they shut his ass down and, and the defense works, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be unbelievable. First of all, who's going to have time to throw the ball against us? Nobody. Thank you. Nobody. You know, he's saying, yes, we're weak in the secondary. We all know that. We all know that. We've been longing for a middle linebacker, you know, but they only made one Dick Budkus, you know. (laughs) Come on, guys. You know, there's more to it. There's 11 guys on that defensive team. And and we got some studs at the very front, you know. That's going to help out a ton. It's going to help out a ton. Absolutely. Great points there. And and Swag Jeff, you know, so you, you... Pass rush helps secondary. Secondary helps pass rush. But sure. like what Mosh is saying, there, we get that quick pressure, 
Now those those uh, those ball hawks you were talking about, those playmakers. Yeah, that's when that kicks in, and then uh, next thing you know, you got a Casey Hayward type situation. Sure, sure. Well, and you know what? And and uh, watch out for Jonathan Abram. And he brought up a great point right there. You know, him still bringing like, him down I'm under still, the box, I'm man. Still uh, with the John. way that they yeah, used him in the preseason was freaking money. Yes. So if they can keep doing that all year, I mean, because he got to the backfield so quick. I mean, he's freaking fast. So if we can get him back there, put the quarterback on his ass a couple times, get maybe get a fumble. You know, yeah, that's that's big time. That could be a closer. Yeah. Closer, you know what dude, I mean? 100%. That could be a closer. You know, there, yep. and there's something just, I don't know, just the optics of the number 24 blitzing a quarterback. There's just something so cool about that. Yeah. You know, what, what you going to do when you have to double team, when you, when you have to double team on both sides of the center? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're, so you're tackling your guard, and you're tackling your guard, and then you, what, is the center going to stop everybody else coming in? Sorry, that ain't gonna happen. Right. Well, so it's got to be what tight ends and running backs, right? Is yeah, the only it's got to be thing tight ends and running backs. And if you keep, well, most of the time they'll try and chip with the running backs. So you don't lose a receiver. But if you keep a tight end and a running back, and you only have three guys running routes, so that That's means right. you have five to cover three, which you should be able to do in the back end. And you still hopefully should you should get pressure. The the hard thing is is when you were able to get all five guys out into a route. And now you have to cover so many more guys in the same amount of space. And that's not going to happen because they're going to need have to. They're, they're going to have to double. T- it, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Go one on one with Crosby. I hope they and try and go one on one with either one of them. Yeah, exactly. Either one of them. Exactly. It's not going to happen. And then, and then now too, then like what Mosh said too, like about we, you know, we've needed a middle line, but we need, we've needed playmaking linebackers yeah. for a long time. For we've a been long that. time. And now all of a sudden we, we, we got Perryman. We know what he can do. Yep. We know what Jayon Brown can do for yeah. the Titans. He's a ball hawk. And old Luke Masterson, number 59, <laughs> showing up from what, Wake Forest? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that guy like came out of nowhere in the preseason, was an, a darling on the defense which, you know, and a lot of times those guys don't make the team. But when you are creating turnovers, and especially at the it's, linebacker spot, it's, like totally. it's, huge. it's explosive plays. It's, it's an analytical stat that most people don't understand or talk about. But when you win the explosive play battle in a game, you have so much higher of a chance of winning the game because explosive plays change the momentum. They change the complexity of the game. And that's why a lot of these, like, you know, coaches that, that study these analytics now, like, they're all about explosive plays, offense, defense, and special teams. So if, you, if we can get those on defense, offense, and special teams, we got the, the, the guys, the personnel to do it, I mean, we got a good shot. Got a good shot. And you know what's funny about that, too? And hearing you say that just kind of kindled my brain on something. You know who was the absolute inventor of focusing on explosive plays? Al Davis. Let's go, man. Yeah. Let's, they're talking about Al Davis' philosophy of football. We don't yeah. want first downs. We want touchdowns. True. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter how many yards we throw for and how many whatever. The, like you're, you're talking about like the analytics of it and the percentages and stupid Brandon Staley calling timeouts or going for it on fourth down inside his own 10-yard line. All that other stupid-ass shit that that guy does as a, quarter, as a, as a coach because it fits yeah. the analytics. Guess what? This ain't baseball. Yeah. Like You're not going to win it on the shift. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Because all it takes is one big play yep. on defense. Defense because on, on, on a sport like baseball, when you can only score on offense, not in football. That's yep. one of the coolest things about it. And you can flip the entire spirit of the game in a, in a second. That's a great point, Jeff. That's good stuff. It's chess, not checkers, homie. Amen. Let's go. Yep. All right. Let's get to another one. So this is cool. So Mosh sent this in this week. Uh, a good ear on Mosh. And so I want to I go to you for, your, for your, your feedback on it. 
We heard from Ryan Clark last week. Again, I'm, I'm featuring a lot of you. I, I kind of quit watching ESPN for the most part. It's terrible. It's terrible. But I, there is a few guys on there, though, that are like kind of bringing some good content. And so I want to feature him again. Um, Ryan Clark, we, we, we featured him on this Pivot podcast. We had Devontae Adams. Featured him talking last week on NFL Live. And now here he is again. And, uh, and so, Mosh, tell us about this after we hear from Ryan Clark talking about Derek Carr. Notice all these other guys, the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, but I'm looking for Derek Carr to have the 2007-like breakout season we saw from Tom Brady when he got Randy Moss. You're going to have Darren Waller. You're going to have Hunter Renfro. And obviously now Devontae Adams on the outside. I think this is a year where he improves greatly on his 32 touchdowns that he threw in 2015. This is a guy that's going to be mid-40s come February. So when you when – you- I got a lot of respect for this guy, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because he, he's, not taking in, he's not taking in his preconceived notions of whether he's a Raider hater or a Raider lover. Because he's, he's a Steeler, so he, yeah. And he's a Steeler, and he's looking, at, he's looking at it on paper, and he's going, whoa, they can't cover all three of these guys. You know, and he's going, and, and it's Derek Carr. And Derek Carr's never had these weapons. Derek Carr's been bear hunting with a BB gun for how long? <laughs> you know, and now some bitch has got a howitzer? Yeah. You know, yeah. seriously. You know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's loaded, man. He's ready to go. And he's being recognized as such. It's somebody that's saying, this is what I do for a living. I look at this and I, odds makers. Odds makers, I mean, you and I have you and I have put in so much money with oh this guy's a good guy. Let's go with him and we'll bet with him and blah blah blah. And then we go, oh, let's just go ahead and throw a hundred on the Raiders to win. You know, and okay, then okay, make it four hundred, and then we're broke because we're betting with our hearts, right. not our brains. Yes. And that's what odds makers do. That's why they're odds makers. That's why they make the money. And that's what he's saying here is he's looking at this going. Look at the weapons this guy has. Look at his talent level. Look at their talent level. Look at where they're at in their careers. The, oh, my gosh. The Raiders are going to be a force to contend with. You know? And these other people. Somebody really said we're going to finish fourth in the division? Come on. We, after we just finished second. I know. Right. You know, and I had a 10-win football team. We, we finished fourth, and all we did was improve in the offseason? Did everybody else improve that no. much more than us? No. The Chiefs lost their best player on yes, the team. Yes, they did. Right. Yes, they so did. So how are they going to be? How would anybody put them ahead of us? That's what I'm saying. And I don't it's, think people understand how much well, Tyreek Hill can affect. They got Juju, right? <laughs> Jeez, Juju. Oh my he's God. Not, somebody the other day he ain't Tyreek Hill. Boo-boo Smith, Schuster. Yeah, really. Nice. Oh, my ass. goodness. He ain't Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's, the, it, and it's the people that can look at it objectively, and that's yes. the key right there. And that's, what, that's why I like love us. it. Like us. You know, there you go. We are way objective. (laughs) We are way objective. objective. And I mean, we let the bread man in for crying out loud. Lord knows he's not listening. We can talk about him. I don't know how many podcasts that let the uh, the bread man come and sit at the table. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, let's get uh, to the next one here. We've got uh, one more for you, and then we're going to hit a break and hear from our 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 head coach Josh McDaniels. But let's check in with uh, Total Access. And so, speaking of purely objective opinions. You've got former Patriot Willie McGinnis, who loves Josh McDaniels. You've got the brother of Derek Carr, David, uh, just giving objective analysis here sure, on, on the Raiders. Yeah. 
We just cut our first round pick, Alex Leatherwood, from last year. <laughs> For good no reason. Line. The right side was a little bit of an issue. Josh believes, as I also do, having watched my man Willie and his New England Patriots and Tom Brady protect that guy for so long, that he's going to be able to shore it up. He's going to be able to hold it down because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack play for the Los Angeles Chargers. And those yes. guys are going to be coming, so we got to make sure yes. we can protect to be able to get the ball to Waller, to Tay, you know, to Renfro. So that's that's my concern as I go into this thing, because that's going to be a, a crucial part of this game. I know we're going to have the spotlight on Devontae Adams. A camera's not going to leave Waller. You know, and Derwin James, but it's really going to be one in the trenches, as Willie knows. That dude, man, is a chemist when it comes to putting the pieces in yeah, Josh. together. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. And we'll, you have so many weapons over there. What he'll do is he'll put those guys in different positions. And remember, Brady is not as mobile, hasn't been as mobile as Derek, right? Yeah. The ball always came out quick uh -huh. and on time because he puts those guys in position to get open right now. Doesn't need to have huge plays slowly down the field. And you're right. He is going against a vicious defensive front. That front seven is probably one of the best in the league. Yeah, all of them, not just those two ends. Yeah, don't yeah. think about the ends. Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, you got Van Noy's going to be helping on the outside. You got guys up front that can win one-on-one -on -one and that demands one-on-one. -on -one. So I'm just going to say that Josh is used to going against these type of defenses. He'll have something up his sleeve. Josh, we but you also got to run the ball. Got to have some yeah, balance. Sure. Yep. All right, so Swag Jeff We've talked a lot about all these different improvements that we've made on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Are we not talking enough about Josh McDaniels and what impact he's going to have to this offense? Uh, yeah, you know, he, you know it's, it's crazy when you have a team that's gotten so much better and has all these different things, and we forget about the offensive mastermind that we brought in before anybody else, bringing in Josh McDaniels, you know, I mean, it's, you know, his, he, you know, we were just talking about like, you know, can we be creative and all this stuff? Can Derek and Devontae do all that? Yes, they can because Josh McDaniels is our coach and that's what he does. He's adaptive and he can get creative and hey, well, why don't you go up here and do that? Or hey, Devontae, you know, those three moves that you were talking about, ah, just pick whatever you want. You know, just let Derek yeah, know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. let Derek know what you're going to do, you know? So Jeff, did you ever have a situation where you had a change of coordinators or coach or anything like that where you went from like you felt like you were like restricted or maybe wasn't taking full advantage of your of your talents or anything like that? Where then so there's just like one change, just one philosophy move, and it was like, oh, and you just felt like you could just like breathe and like and like really take advantage of that person's talents and play calling and whatnot. Yeah, I think I think you're definitely uh, the change in system is going to be good. I think the biggest thing is McDaniel's is a master of matchups. He is going to get the best matchup possible for, for that particular player. And he's got the best personnel to get multiple great matchups on every play. Because before, you know, he'd have just one guy that was really the number one. But it's like when you have a guy like Adams and Waller, those guys are – and, and Renfro for that matter too. Like those guys are matchup nightmares. Renfro is faster than a linebacker, and he's way more shifty. You cannot cover him with a linebacker. So you put a corner on him. He's still shiftier than most corners, right? Waller is too big for, and fast for a linebacker, and he's too big for a corner. How are you going to cover him? So he'll, he'll, he'll send guys in motion. He'll do particular formations to get the matchups that he wants. And now it's just like, all right, Carr, you go from this guy to this guy. Pick which one you want, and whoever wins or whoever the coverage dictates, that's you're going to go to. It's, gonna, it's honestly, in my opinion, I think is going to free up Carr to just play football. Where right, he, where yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he can change it if, you know, he'll have multiple plays. He can, he can kill the first one, go to the second one. He can still do all that. But he, he's just going to 
the scheme that's going to be put in place is going to be make it so easy for Carr that all he really has to do is play point guard. Get it to the right guy. Those guys, will, they'll do the rest. Swag. I, you know, I, I love that. And, you know, so in the years past and during the Gruden times, everyone said, well, you during know, the Gruden times, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Gruden times, you know, <laughs> what book of the Bible is that? Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but, you know, Derek, they always said that, you know, well, Derek's kind of he's the yes man. He's Gruden's. He'll do whatever Gruden says to do. And so now you have Josh McDaniels that may let him just kind of be a natural quarterback. And, yeah. hey, I trust you. You see what you need to see and you find the right guy as opposed to, you know, hey, well, chucking in the dirt on third and 18 if it's not there, Derek. Oh, you know geez. I mean? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, it's it's going to be amazing for, for Derek and for everybody, for sure. We got a good friend of the show named Pete Koch. Yes, we do. And we've done some extensive interviews with Pete. And one of the things that Pete really talked about was uh, coaching early on in his career. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Pete, like Al Davis, said winning comes from coaching. Okay. And, and Pete talked about, you know, he was, he was big and he was strong and he was excitable and he was, you know, he was ready to go and he was ready to slam and jam, but he, he didn't have a coach that, that developed him the way he should have. He, he felt like maybe the coach was hindering him. And when he got out of that situation and got in with a coach that said, let me show you what you're doing wrong. This is how you do it right. This is how we can get you to the point where you need to be. Bam. Pete will tell you, he exploded where we go back to that explosion. And he became the player that he was. He, he, got, in, he got further into his nutrition, further into his workouts, further into to mastering his craft. And that's what it's going to take. And if anybody doesn't see what's happening with our offense, with our new coach then they're blind. They, they, they're, not, they're not catching it because this new coach is bringing that philosophy in. And he's saying, we got, you guys are all good because you're in the NFL. Now let's see how good you really can be. You know? Absolutely. And there it is. Great point. And, you know, the, and it's interesting, too, what Pete said during that time. And, and, and Jeff, I want to ask you about this. So, and it wasn't like, so in this situation, you've got Josh McDaniels is, a, is effectively the offensive coordinator for the team, just like Gruden was. And so it's a, it's a direct coach. It's almost a, an extension of your position coach. And that's what Pete said, is that it wasn't even so much like your head coach is just the conductor. He's the guy that's running the practices. He's the guy that's, you, you know, establishing the philosophy and the vision, whatever. But it's the coordinators and the position coaches. That's where you can really accelerate in coaching. And that's what, what, what Pete mentioned. Do we... Is it that granular for a Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr, or is it even quarterback coachy and Derek Carr? Like, is it is it you know what I'm saying? But yeah, besides I, Josh's philosophy, the actual play calling of it, is he going to be able to do that? Like what Mosh is saying, like take it, like recognize. Okay, here's what Derek does good, so let's put him in a spot to do that well. Yeah, I mean, I think any coach, your the best way to coach is put your guy in the most advantageous and successful position for that guy to be successful, right? I think your position coaches play a huge role, but when you got a guy like Derek Carr who's been in the league for a long time, like you can improve on small little things like, hey, maybe right here you should have done this different, you know, vice versa. But the, the biggest thing I think is, is just the philosophy that McDaniels brings that's different okay. That's different from Gruden. I mean, because, I mean, you look at, I mean, Renfro's a vet. I mean, I consider Renfro a vet. He was damn near a vet when he came in. He's been the CPA for the last 15 years. So, I mean, you got Renfro, who's basically a vet. I mean, of Adams, who's a vet. I mean, you got all, all these older guys that are still in their prime. Like, you're not really going to teach them a whole lot, but what you can do gotcha. is the philosophy that you put them in and the situation you put them in 
to let them flourish is what's going to be different. Okay, so we're like, so you're so like, so Derek and these guys are mature enough, and they're mechanics, so they're not working with Derek on his footwork or exactly anything like that. We're like, what what Pete was talking about with his coaches, like they were actually coaching technique in him within his first few years, yeah. and it wasn't until he got a guy that understood leverage and understood yeah. hand placement that's when he started to take off. So that's a great point that like at this at the point of these guys in their career, it's not I'm, so much that it's that you need the philosophy. You yeah. need that to have that impact. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying they can't learn or they're not willing to learn. I, they, they will continue to learn, and that's what the best players of all time do. They learn every single day. But you're not going to see a huge monumental, like, aha moment. It's going to be we're going to set you guys up in a way better position. And with Adams, you bring a guy like Adams in, it just changes <laughs> you everything. You can't say enough like, about I, it. You can't. can't. No, like, I, I think people don't get that. Like, he is a legitimate star, number one receiver, who I couldn't tell you the last Raider receiver who was that, that good. What? Tim Brown? Tim Brown? Yeah. Maybe. Seriously. Like, and no, no knock at Tim Brown, but I don't think Tim Brown was Devontae Adams. Like, Ooh, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just being honest. From a physical sp- – like, it, the game is just different. It's so different That's from back then. Good point. So I'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. comparing him to Tim Brown, nothing like that. But, like, it's just different. Devontae is an animal, man. And the way he dissects corners – I mean, I don't know if you guys saw that interview with him where he was like, I got three moves. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And if you go A, I go B. And on the second step, if you go B, I'm going to A. Like, that's not a lot of guys do that. And a lot of guys don't have the ability to do that. So double them or else you're going to get screwed. <laughs> Let's go. All right, Swag Jeff, uh, go ahead and shout out the chat room, not the bots. Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of bots going on the chat room. But, uh, but uh, shout out the chat room, and then uh, let's go ahead and hit a break and jump into uh, some Josh McDaniels press conference. Absolutely. We got a T3 sports guy, uh, Mojo's in there, Ron the Materator, who's working overtime, Fabricator Gill, PSP Raiderette's in there, Paul is in there, uh, William Holcomb's in there, Ty Davis is in there, Lee B's in there, Mr. Bjorkman's in there, Kill Jadis, Michelle Sweat, uh, Super Deuce. Man, we're all here. Did y'all see what Ron said? What did he say? He said, man, I'm busier than Philip Rivers tonight. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice, nice. Uh, there we go. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This one's for you, Rilla. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Grilla Rilla. Say hey, got uh, Uncle Marsh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the black hole, baby. Just win. All right, real, real quick before we get into the Josh McDaniel stuff. Okay. Anybody want to jump in on this stupid crap with Rilla not being able to get into SoFi? It, it, so here's the thing. 
this is this is the old taking a rule that was meant for something else and applying it to something in your favor. Okay, so obviously when 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 you make rules, it's because somebody did something stupid, right? You right, know, right, right, somebody. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason. We're, somebody we're, ate the Tide Pod. Somebody ate the Tide Pod. <laughs> you know, so so obviously. You know, you don't want you don't want people running around in you know in in full head covering costume, blah blah blah. Yet we just came off of mandatory mask app up, you know, uh, where we had to wear them. Okay, so how much did that do for armed robberies? You know how much yeah, that, or you know, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or lows or what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you can when you can legally go into some place wearing a mask, and then all of a sudden we say no costumes. And knowing that that what are Charger Raider games, those are Raider home games. Amen. You know, th- that rule was was put into place for the public safety, but it was it was no. It was an underlying shot at us. So for those of you that don't know, Gorilla Rilla has been told he cannot wear his costume, which he's known for at the Chargers SoFi Stadium. Okay? And and it's 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 a bunch of crap is what it is and and God bless Rilla you know there we, we we met him on the street when he you know he cut that commercial for us there and in Oakland but he, we also met him on the street you and I and Q Dog when we had the, the draft here the most gracious wonderful guy. guy will stop and talk to anybody from little kids to old men and I know because I'm one of them and. <laughs> You know Little what I'm kid saying? Or the old man. I'm not saying right now, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> well, just, I'll but, just say this: he was one of four people out of six hundred thousand people downtown Nashville that had a shirt tucked into his jeans. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> I'm just saying the other guys were of similar season. Yeah, but but you know what? And, and don't we have a great picture of that too somewhere? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, we do. And all three of you are wearing suspenders. All three. Nice. I got my damn suspenders on right now, so shut up. <laughs> oh man, oh, man too funny. Oh my god. All right, let's jump into this. False and hide the pans, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we, right. We came in here tonight, and Murph goes, "What are you going to beat Jeff with? A salami or a provolone?" <laughs> you know, and I said, "There's no way I'm wasting food on this salami <laughs> <Yeah>. over here." <laughs> you might catch with a bag of chips upside your head. Me, me and Jeff <laughs> might go. Me and me and me and uh, Swaggy might go out back and eat a provolone. You <laughs> oh, know, yeah, yeah nice, for sure. Nice. All right, let's check in with Josh McDaniels on his preparation for week one. Uh, one more little quick segment before we jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag. Let's hear from our head coach and about his plans going into this Charger game. We're you know, trying to piece together the film from other teams and other places to study the opponent as much as we can uh, while we're getting familiar with the schemes that the coaches obviously have used in the past. So, um, uh, yeah, it's a, there's always going to be an element of adjusting and those kind of things on the very first game of the year. And um, when our guys obviously have a great excitement and enthusiasm about them today uh, that I sense uh, to just start uh, this preparation for this team. So uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a big challenge. Uh, they're a really good football team and obviously have added a lot of new faces, um, you know, through free agency and the draft. And... Um, you know, we know we know how good they were last year, and and obviously, uh, you know, I know they've they've improved their football team, and uh, this is going to be a big a big challenge on the road. 
Along the, the lines, um, going into a first game from your experience, um, how much do you rely on what happened in years past uh, as opposed to what might come? And you know, what's the what's the uh, uh, expediency that you guys can can move off whatever the game plan might have been coming in based on what they did before to adjust yeah. something that maybe you didn't anticipate? I think you have to go in, um, you know, feeling comfortable about what you're going to do. Um, uh, the best you can do is is give your players an opportunity to um, an educated opinion on what we might see. Um, uh, you know, we've seen some film from the preseason. It's not extensive in terms of scheme. Uh, it's not extensive in terms of players playing with one another. But um, you know, you have an idea of a roundabout idea about what it's what it's going to be. But I think opening day really is about two things. It's about uh, following your rules, and you're going to find out a lot about yourself, you know, because you may see some things that you have never practiced that week um, that maybe you practiced in the spring or maybe you practiced in training camp, but it comes up because it's a different, you know, something different that you didn't expect. Um, and then it's really about, you know, adjusting, you know, if you need to, uh, which there's probably been very few opening days that I've been a part of where that hasn't been a necessity to some degree. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge swing in one direction or the other. But, you know, if, you, if you're if you seeing something that for the first time, you know, you may need to go over there and have a conversation about how we handle it on defense or special teams or offense or whatever it may be, um, and then make a subtle adjustment, you know, and try to, you know, keep playing. But um, most of us are going to go out there and try to do what we know how to do, you know, and kind of let the game come to us a little bit. Um, you know, every once in a while you play somebody that – you know, we'll give you some some stuff. You know, so um, we're going to prepare for what we what we've seen. We can't really prepare for the things we don't know. Uh, so we're just going to focus on the things we can see on film, and the players that we know are going to be there, and uh, we'll adjust if we need to. Swag Jeff, one of the things we've heard a lot about in this off season on all over the Raiders, both sides of the ball, coaching and otherwise, is about this adjustment process. Um, so I want to I hear your thoughts on that and, and about McDaniels and his, and his flexibility going into this game. Um, but also, too, I want to know about your expectations. So there's, a, there's one, big, one big thing I would like to see. I'm looking forward to watching in this game. Uh, and that is two matchups. Jeff talked a lot about matchups tonight. Uh, Derwin James versus Hunter Renfro and Derwin James versus Darren, Darren Waller. Waller. Yeah. Right? Like, that's going to be exciting to watch because he has talked about those, those two players, Derwin James has. We've heard from him talking about how unique those matchups are. You know, Jeff also talked about, the, like, you got the size difference in Waller and you got the, the speed difference in, or the, the, the cutting ability or whatever with route running with Renfro. So it's going to be really interesting. So I, I'm, I'm look, as a fan, I'm looking forward to watching those matchups play. But also, so tell me about what you're expecting, what, you want, what you're looking forward to in the game, and then also uh, about McDaniels there and the adjustments yeah well you know i mean and we've talked about it all season all, all off season long about jo- uh, josh mcdaniels and his adjustments and how he can be you know how he can be you know adaptable and do different things and all that stuff i'm really looking forward to, i'm i love your take right there with derwin james but you know what i don't think derwin james is going to get targeted a whole lot because whoever he's on Derek's oh, going oh, nice, to find nice, the nice. other one. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, good So, call. you know, and so that, of course, you know, uh, Max Crosby versus uh, A-Bear. You know, because oh, it, it's, it's just it's going to happen, man. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's going to happen, man. And, and, you know, I'm just overall I'm excited to see about the first 10 minutes of this game because, you know, they are going to come out freaking pissed. Both teams. 
They hate each other right now. The Raiders knocked out the Chargers last year, so they're going to be coming in. Uh-huh. They're going to be coming in looking to kick some ass early. And so, you know, so how are we going to take it when they try to throw their first punch? Nice, nice, Wag Jeff. All right, let's go around the horn, fellas. Uncle Mosh, what do you what do you think? What are you looking for in this game? Any any matchups you're excited about, or or just what's your expectations going I, into this? I'm just I'm wanting to I'm wanting to see us shut people up. That's that's always a biggie nice, for me, nice. man. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I could because one of the things I like is I like to watch I like to watch these these talking heads backpedal. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. they do, and yeah. they and they do, and they backpedal, and and some of our favorites are going to be like, oh, oh, oops, um, well, yeah, you know, uh, and we'll get some great clips on that, uh-huh. you know, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't Russian disinformation, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Come on, I want to, I want to see these, I want to see these guys squirming in their seats, man, and that's nice. going to be the best for me. That's going to be the best part because there's, I just, I. I there's going to be no doubt in my mind. Okay, so let's say that the Chargers, let's say that the the the, the Chargers gear up for Tay and they double team him all day, and 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 Derek doesn't even throw to him one time, and Renfo has four touchdowns and Waller has <laughs> right. six. You know, come on, come on, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I love that. Do you think these guys are at a point in their career, Jeff, where? You know, like, because, you know, you talk about the numbers that Devontae Adams puts up. It's, they're ridiculous. Yeah. You know, b- but he's not a selfish guy, right? Yeah. Like, so if, if, if he does have a day where, where, where Renfro or Waller has the big day, uh, but the Raiders win, like, he doesn't care, right? I mean, these guys, these, they, they got their money. They got paid. Other than Waller, right? He's still searching for, yeah, for his payday. Interesting, yeah. But, I mean, Devontae's pay, Derek's pay. Like, th- these guys want a Super Bowl. However they need, they can get it, want to get it, that's what they're worried about they're not worried about if i have two touchdowns 100 yards like whatever in my opinion they are locked in ready to go they want to win a super bowl as should everybody on that team that should be the number one goal but i i, I, I my matchup that i want to see is our offensive line versus their defense oh line. let's go nice, can nice, we nice, nice. hold up against that pass rush and can we knock their ass off the ball because the best way to nullify a pass rush is to be able to run the ball. Because if you can run the ball, those guys cannot pin their ears back and come off the edge hard. They have to respect the run. And it just now the whole playbook is open when you can run the ball. That's awesome, man. Good deal. Love it. Love it. That's a, Yeah. And that's a, is, I mean, obviously, I guess, not obviously, maybe. Is offensive line the biggest question to you? To me, it is. To, to me, it is because it's got the most question marks, and it's the biggest core of guys that have to be the most co- cohesive and healthy to for them to be successful. So I want to see these guys be able to hold up against. I mean, probably the top D line in our in our division. So if they can if they can pass the test week one, you know, at least you know at least a C or a B. Like, <laughs> we're doing good because the rest of the guys on the outside are going to get it taken care of. I got faith in Adams, Waller, Renfro, Carr, Jacobs. It kind of reminds me of, like, now I'm not comparing the other four guys to, or to the current Raiders per se, but it does remind me of 2016 when, you know, we had Donald Penn and, of course, Rodney Hudson and Osemele, and we had, like, this just rock star four and Austin Howard. Yeah, and like every sack for the Raiders, Sands one that f- unfortunately broke Derek Carr's leg that that Donald Penn gave up, but they all came from the right side. They all came from Austin Howard, and I'm not trying to chuck Austin Howard under the bus, but when you're the only guy on the entirety of the offensive line that gives up sacks all year long, it's yeah. kind of hard not to highlight it. Are we that close, 
or are we even further out than that? Do you feel like the four, because, I mean, Illuminor maybe could be, you know, solid for us. With Munford backing him up a seventh-round pick, you hate to think that, but, I mean, he's playing, they're both playing pretty good, at least to this point. Um, you know, and then, and then the rest of the four guys, so who else we got? We've got Simpson, we've got Parham is going to be mixing it up, and then, of course, Andre James and, and Colt Miller. Like, are those four strong enough to make up for a deficiency in one spot like we did in 2016? I think so, and I think also, it, hopefully, and not hopefully, I know McDaniels knows at this point where the weaknesses are, so he's going to help a guy out in protection scheme-wise to not, at the very, at the very most, not put a guy in on an island when he absolutely doesn't have to be, if that makes sense. So like at some point he's going to have to go one on one with one of their top guys. But I would say more times than not he's going to get help, whoever you know, whoever that weak link may be, and 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 hopefully McDaniel's knows who that guy is. But that's just my biggest question: Can they gel and figure it out? And with the scheme help those guys out to the best of their ability. Can I let me just throw this in there? Please. Who does he go against every day in practice? That's a good point. Oh, you know, nice good point. Nice. Come on. Nice. Who who we've been talking about on our defense every single day in practice. And if these guys yeah. on the defense who are who are, are are mixing it up and tearing it up and going, you don't think they're going to these offensive guys and going, "Look, this is how I got by you." This is this is well, what I did to get in there. The only you know? thing I'll say to that is Brandon Parker went up against those same guys last year, and he got his fucking lunch ate every <laughs> single day. Yes. So you might be getting worked in practice, and then go to the game and get worked as well. But hopefully, we got that fixed. Yeah, but if you're if you're not good enough to make the adjustments. Then, but he played Parker but, played well, like the whole yeah, season oh, last year. Love it. And he was the guy that was constantly giving up sacks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, got the, I got the F bomb from my sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, this is your place, man. You say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I was just gonna say you say whatever you want, man. Uh too funny. Drops an F ball. <laughs> I love it. All right, I appreciate everybody that's in the chat that is not a Russian porn bot. Uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there. No, I, I think it's more than a uh, porn bot. I think it's a troll. We, we have trolls. I think we got a troll uh, in well, here. Well, that's what they say. If you, if, you, if you don't have trolls or haters, then you're not doing anything worthwhile. So uh, uh, so we, we appreciate everybody uh, and appreciate your patience in there with all that. We're trying to stay on top of it best we can. Of course, our first our first mobile broadcast we've, we've done in a long, long time, and here we have the, the most, uh, you know, whatever goofiness going on in the chat. But, but uh, aside from that, we appreciate everybody that is in there uh, doing the right thing, which is just talking about a little bit of Raider football. Uh, William Holcomb is in there. Mojo, our good buddy, is in there. Lencho is in there. Trinidad is in there. Ty Davis, Paul Edgerton, Raider Nomad, Lee B., Rob Raider. Uh, Ron the Materator working double overtime, and, uh, and we, we owe you uh, like a, a lot, Ron Raider. Next time you're here at Domenico's, you, yeah, uh, all the sandwiches are on us. Um, but we appreciate Victory Raiders in there. Michelle Sweat is in there. P. 
PSP Ray Durrett is in there, Jesse Cardenas, uh, Ty Davis, if I didn't mention you, there's, there's so many of our good friends in the chat room tonight, and we appreciate you very, very much. All right, let's jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where we hear from you, Raider Nation, because more of you and less of us is a good thing, and uh, we're going to hear your emails and your phone calls. And so just a quick reminder, if you're not joining us in the chat on the live show at uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, you can email the show at show that incredibly inventive email That's a good address. email address. Thank yeah. you, buddy. It's show, S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com, <laughs> and, uh, and you can send that anytime. That's a 24-7 uh, thing, and, and uh, as also is the hotline, the Raiders Fan Radio hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And so you can call us and leave us a message at any time, and we love to feature your voicemails. We love to feature your emails, and Uncle Mosh handles the email duty for us, and Uncle Mosh, who do we have? tonight. Somebody asked me what the phone number was one time, and I went, 909-345-3346. And they went, what? Say it slower. And I go, I can't. <laughs> Salute, RFR, Murph, Mosh, Swag Jeff, QB Jeff. Coach Madden said during an interview, opposing fans, teams, and refs would complain the Raiders are coming, and they are cheaters and don't play fair. Madden replied, so? We still gotta line up and play football. Love the show. Keep providing great content for the nation. Looking forward to watching our team playing pissed-off Raider football while hunting mentally defense, while the offense takes heads off to stuff. Tay's duffel bag. Salute, nation. Silver and black Mac. Nice. Hey. What's up, nation? The Dults game is this Sunday, and... <laughs> this is a... This is a different... It's that, uh, it's, that, it's that new board. There you go. The Dults game is this Sunday, and boy, am I excited. We'll beat up the Queef Dults and the Donkeys and send them to their respective places in Loserville. All our foes are going down. Let's talk about something that really pisses me off. The pro football clowns ranked the Raiders roster at 21st in the NFL. Oh the Dults roster, however, is ranked 3rd. You're telling me that a Raiders team with a top five offense is ranked 21st due to roster? That's some certified PFF BS. As we approach the regular season, the excitement of Raider football is what we've been looking for all summer. It's nearly here, nation. In a few days, we'll be beating the asses off of Justin Bear and the rest of the Chargers. <laughs> That's all for me. Kept it short and sweet for y'all. Take care, nation. Raider Shank, proud made man, and currently looking for his first ever BRT Sizzler Award. Nice. Hey, RFR family, it's William Hokum from the 530 NorCal and first time, one time Sizzler winner. Well, guys, here we are, week one, going down to our second home in LA, or as we call it here in the nation, Allegiant South. As we go into week one, it's actually looking pretty good. We're healthy. We got a new leader who seems like he's got a game plan, and I believe we're going to take this division and the whole NFL by storm. And we're going to have so many people trying to jump on the bandwagon, we're going to have to start kicking people off. But back to our opponent, the L.A. Chokers, the little brothers of the AFC, led by Justin, saved by the bell, Bear, who is no doubt a very good quarterback, but in my eyes not proven himself to be this elite quarterback that everybody's raving about. 
Maybe when he can co- overcome the Chargers' immense talent for effing up stuff, he could get more into that territory. Now let's get to the other side of the ball. Led by the duo of Jerry, of Joey Easter Island Bosa and Mr. Constantly Overrated Khalil Mack. Now that, that, that might be a divisive take, but the hype he's got since his production with the Raiders seems unfounded. How many championships did he help Chicago win anyway? Huh? How many? None. It always slips my mind. But anyways, it's nice that one of the little rascals learned how to play safety and made something of themselves after that last movie. But hey, they got him and Samuel Jr., who had a good start to his career. But I'm not going to label him a lockdown corner by any means. And it's looking like J.C. Jackson will not be able to make it for week one due to getting ankle surgery. I do wonder if he was actually trying to get his ankle surgically reinforced so Adams and Renfo could break them. I mean, that's one way to try to help yourself, but I think that's probably a mistake because our guys probably still break both of them, no matter how much he had them reinforced. I think we feast this Sunday, and I think we make a huge statement. I think we black out SoFi Stadium, and we put boots to asses. My score prediction is Raiders 30, Chokers 21. Let's go, boys. And we're all geared up. We've been waiting this whole offseason for this moment. Let's go support our boys, our team, our nation, and let's ring the gosh darn alarm. He didn't say gosh darn, but I don't say that other. <laughs> to wake up all the people that have been sleeping on us. Appreciate you guys as always. I appreciate you guys as always. You guys put on a great show. You guys are going to be doing big things. I just know it, and I'm happy to be able to feel like I'm a part of it with you guys. William oh, Holcomb. Nice, William Holcomb. Thank you, buddy. Hey, can I just say something real quick? Yeah. I know that, you know, look, we're, you, you get older. Things happen. You move on to seasons in life. Sure. The fact that Asante Samuel Jr. is playing in the NFL. Didn't Asante Samuel just play like two years ago? I swear Feels that like guy it. was just in Seemed the league. like it, yeah. Right? Like, wow. I just remember that, him not picking off that ball for the Patriots in the Super Bowl and them not beating the Giants and all that kind of stuff. And now here's kids playing. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. I think he also had his kid pretty young. Yeah. Okay. Still. I know. It's like 16. 16 years. Oh, really? Well, I, think, I think he had him young. But either way, it's still. Either way, it's still. Well, it's like Craig Biggio's son and Vlad Guerrero, Guerrero Jr. Yeah, exactly. And then it's wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or even LeBron and Bronny are going to be playing at the same time. Like I can't stand LeBron. Well, I can't yeah. either, but it's kind of. Although, you know what, the, what my favorite one was? Was Ken Griffey Sr. and Jr. That was really cool. That was cool. This is it. The start of a brand new era. The NFL tried to sink the Raiders last year by exposing John Gruden. Then with some other tomfoolery from some now former players, we had to overcome a certain death to the season just to make the playoffs. Did the team get an honest chance to fulfill their goals and expectations? Hell no. Mark Davis was forced to make some very hard decisions this offseason. First by completely replacing the old regime, then showing the interim president the front door. Tell me, Raider Nation. How many organizations have lost an iconic legend of a coach, commissioner, and owner just to have his son take over and try to learn how to be great owner on his own? Mark Davis has had to rebuild not just a team, but an entire organization from basically the ground up. Without the privilege and support from the city, the Davis ha- Davises have represented from the beginning. Mark has found a new home that believes in the Raiders and built a real Death Star for Raider Nation to embrace our team. 
The nation is fired up for the possibilities that Josh McDaniels brings to the new era of Raiders football. We got some national love this year, but all in all, most analysts have turned their backs on us once again to place the Raiders fourth in the West and winning under 8.5 games. Have they not been paying attention? Are they blindfolded by the gods they've created in Herbert A. Wilson? As I said before, the NFL tried to sink us, but our ship has risen from the depths of Davy Jones' locker. And we're back stronger than ever, ready to take on the NFL's sweet little darlings, the Chargers, to start our next (laughs) Super Bowl campaign. Rise up, Raider Nation! 20 years of despair has ended, and we are here with a reign of terror on the NFL once again! That was all in caps. Nice. <laughs> Rise up, Raiders. Join the lifelong, John, the lifelong Raider fan. Hey, nice job, John. I love it when they go all caps because I can get all excited. Well, yeah. Good evening, Raider Nation. Hopeful. Oh, this is, this is lowercase. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this okay. is bringing down. This is like the <laughs> Rico of the emailers. Yeah, I hope you all do well. Oh, is this I, just, I love you all so much. As always, at this time of year, I have to start my email in a somber mood. You're so stupid. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Who's that third guy? Uh, this weekend sees the 21st anniversary of the 9-11 attacks across the USA. It remains... Remain, Who's the third guy? It remains the worst thing I've ever seen, and sometimes that will stay with me forever. Amid the carnage, chaos, and destruction, though, the sight of the responder, the responders rushing to the Twin Towers and the Pentagon is one of the most incredible acts of bravery ever witnessed. Then we learned of the brave souls on Flight 93 as well. A dreadful time in, uh, uh, for those that were affected then and now and will never be forgotten. Okay, deep breath and on to football. Okay. Hollywood, where dreams come to live and stardom can be realized. It's also where fantasy can blur lines for some and they start living in a world that they shouldn't really be in. Can't seem to find a way out of. There's one example that stands above all others in this category. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the San Diego Chargers, or whatever the hell they call themselves these days. (laughs) An organization that has to be the single most irrelevant team in all of sports. They have no home. They have no fans. And less hope than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. (laughs) They strive on a daily basis to make themselves more relevant. We all know that one person that is always on the fringes of things, that irritating classmate at school or the colleague at work you just can't stand, there was always that one person that tried too hard to fit in. Either though doing stupid things or just not shutting up until finally somebody in the room stands up and whips their ass to make this guy go away. (laughs) That is the San Diego Chargers. Let's go! They are the background noise that everybody wishes would go away. (laughs) I read an article recently that there were talks taking place to expand the NFL to 40 teams. Why not start by getting rid of the irrelevant ones first? Nice. (laughs) Their only claim to fame is Dan Fouts, a tree of a man who ended up being a better commentator than a player, and Philip Rivers, a creature from another realm that used to be their quarterback. A man who failed on a yearly basis, but managed to increase the U.S. population to near breaking point. A man that hasn't done a thing for football or community since and 
who must have reduced his poor wife to a forlorn wreck, started staring out of the window in her rocking chair, looking like she stepped out of a haunted mirror. <laughs> oh my gosh. This irrelevant pest will be taught a lesson this Sunday and reduced to where they should be, on their knees and at our feet. And no matter what, they try to ban our fans like Arilla Rilla from attending because all he does is show how delusional and scared of us they really are. Somebody, um, Flippo, I think, in here said that everybody that's going to the Raiders-Chargers game should take a Xerox copy of Gorilla Rilla's oh, face into the game this. and pull that out. They can't make thousands and thousands and thousands of people go home for bringing a piece of paper and holding it up over oh, their face I love that with idea. Gorilla. Somebody needs to tweet that. Oh, that needs that needs to happen. Was Everybody, that Furpo? James Furpo. Yeah, James came Great up with that idea. Idea. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, uh, the irrelevant the irrelevant pest will be taught a lesson this Sunday and reduced to where they should be on their knees and at our feet. And no matter that they try to ban our fans like Gorilla Rilla from attending because all he does is show how delusional and scared of us they really are. The Raiders are coming, dipshits, and you can't <laughs> stop us. Now that I've got that off my chest, welcome to NFL 2022. Everybody, check your coats at the door, take a seat, and get ready for the Raiders to rock your world for the next five and a half months. This one is going to be good. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shopshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio, BRT Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul! Paul! Paul. I'm Paul. All right. Appreciate you, Paul, and everybody else that uh, emailed us tonight. We appreciate that. And send those uh, to show at S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And so I appreciate the the emails. And then now we're going to get to the voicemails. And, of course, we always kick off this segment with our good friend Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, who will be here uh, for the Raiders-Titans game. Look forward to seeing him. He'll be in this deli as well. He'll be in this (laughs) deli. He'll be right here with us. Absolutely. Uh, And, of course, this Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, is the capo because every crew needs a captain. And he's the leader of the made men and made women, and he always kicks off this segment. I'm Merck Siglary Moss on the boss, Sonny. Our Sergeant Austin says, with Big Raider Trucker, Mojo for Win the Universe Beast, Ramon the Bean King, Swag Jeff, Wild Raider, Chuck Spider and McCann from the Inebra Nation, Ron the Mater Raider Nation. Derek Carr has never had an opportunity to prove himself to basically me and Big Raider Trucker, or the world for that matter, that he's supposed to be considered one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And one NFL analyst believes that DC4 is going to have um, a spectacular season. I'm talking about ESPN's Ryan Clark, who thinks that DC4 and newly acquired wide receiver Devontae Adams are going to make magic together on the field. During a recent episode of NFL Live, the Pro Bowl cornerback, and yes, Pittsburgh Steeler, Uncle Moss, um, 
went on to say that he's looking forward to DC4 and DA17 having the type of season that TB12 enjoyed with Randy Moss back in 2007, saying, I'm looking for Derek Carr to have a 2007-like breakout season, the one that we saw with Tom Brady and uh, the enigmatic Randy Moss who failed to lead our, our beloved Raiders back in the day. But enough about that guy. You know, that's a bold prediction to me. Brader threw 50 touchdown passes for New England and a record-breaking 2007 season. Now, that record until Peyton Manning threw 55 back in 2013. Moss caught 23 touchdowns, and basically, I'm looking for that kind of production myself. Now, the Los Angeles Chargers, they haven't made the postseason since 2018, but experts um, at The Athletic, are convinced that this uh, particular outfit that we're going to play in just a few days has a 100% chance of making the playoffs. And they even have um, the Buffalo Bills as another team with 100% probability of making the playoffs and the Kansas City Chiefs at 98%. But what about the Raiders? That's all right. We'll just go ahead and store that away. Um, the Raiders have yet to sign Indomitian Sewell. And honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. I'd love to have him shoring up the middle, but it doesn't look like it. And it's also been suggested, you know, that you know we should sign 33-year-old Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, I don't know. I just can't, you know, um, see that happening either. Now, it's Wednesday, September 7, 2022, and for whatever it's worth, I can give a damn about TB12 or his domestic situation or his SiriusXM podcast. Let's go, baby. <laughs> TB12 sucks. Now. Thinking about things that actually suck, let's talk about this extra home game we're about to embark this new 2022 season upon. That's right, a payback tour once again. What the hell is a supercharger? I mean, have you ever used a supercharger? I mean, has it ever moved you? I mean, has it impressed anybody other than a female as to what their colors or their energy or their gear might be? The hell with them. Let's represent Raider Nation dominate the stadium, dominate the game. We're going to dominate this season, the hit list. Once again, from our practice squad, we let the following cats go. Defensive end, Zach Vanderberg. Defensive lineman, Tyler Lancaster. Linebacker, Trey Davis. Tight end, Jacob Hollister. Now, Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Punk, and Insurrection. <laughs> Let's ride, jackasses. <laughs> there he is, Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Uh, can't wait to see you, my friend, and can't wait to see all of you in Nashville coming up very, very soon. And we appreciate Aaron always kicking off this segment. Uh, next up, we've got our friend down in Houston. Uh, he is Houston Raider Steve. We call him the Historian. And uh, Houston Raider Steve, he had some very sentimental calls recently because he's a huge Cliff Branch fan. Totally. He talked about going to the Hall of Fame game and all that stuff and watching the ceremony. But Houston Raider Steve is. He's in season form now. Good. Now it's time to sing. Now it's time to get after it a little bit. And yes. so great call today from our good friend, Houston Raider Steve. Murph, Moshway, Jeff, Nation, made man and made woman, Houston Raider Steve. Man, I can't believe that. We got rid of Leatherwood. What all that money we spent for that guy. <laughs> I have another one. <laughs> Who was that? Oh, did we just knock over cans? Yeah, Uncle Mosh moved Oh, him. that was pretty funny. That was no, I like it, was, it. it was you that did that, buddy. <laughs> I had moved in about ten minutes. Look at where the buddy. Bo- look, look where the empty <laughs> is, buddy. There's two empties. <laughs> Do I need to get the pro loan log? <laughs> 
KP didn't tell you me I can't whip your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I hit you with this chair, I might actually hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's and I'm actually more afraid of Miss Chris than I am of you. <laughs> As you should. All right, here we go. Let's check in with Houston Raider Steve. First, Mark Swag Jeff, Nation, <laughs> Made Man and Made Woman, Houston Raider Steve. Man, I can't believe that. We got rid of Leatherwood. What all that money we spent for that guy. What a reach. As much as I like uh, John Gruden is the first time around, the second time around, him and Mayock really whiffed on a lot of great players. The people on the clock now is Abrams is on the clock. And, of course, our friend Clee Farrell is on the clock. Parker. And I, I can see Leatherwood being a backup. But I, I'm kind of shaking my head all the money we lost. I hope we get able to pick somebody up. Uh, I think we, there was one guy that went over to the Atlanta Falcons, uh, more, Trayvon Mullen. But I hope we got something of value. But you know what? The future's so bright, you got to wear shades. you got to wear shades. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. I'm sorry, Leatherwood. You're known for more for your false starts and everything else, your screw-ups and then all that. Coming from Alabama? Well, he's gone, so I'm glad he's gone and everything. He was a complete bust. Anyway, we're going to have a great team this year. I predict we're going to win at least 11 games this year. Maybe at the at the least 10 games. We're going to make the playoffs. And I'm getting tired of hearing about everybody else and we're picked to be fourth in our division. We're going to go win the division. Yeah, that's right. Damn, Stick Steve. That, Mike, Stick that in your whole pipe. Is that your whole pipe? Whole pipe. There he is, Houston Raiders Steve, man. Appreciate you, my friend. Love it. Look, anybody that takes a shot at Florio on this show, like, you're, you're in the freaking running for the Sizzler as far as I'm concerned. All right, next up, let's check in with uh, where, where are the Rhodeses from, Mosh? You're an old school wrestling guy. Uh, are there, this is Georgia? You mean like Dusty Rhodes yeah, well, yeah, and all yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah de- definitely. Uh, no, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. All right, so let's go down to the bayou and check in with not the American Dream Dusty Roads, but the American Nightmare, which is Raider Dusty Roads. Today, I got a few things to address, so I want everybody to be listening. I want to address this fact that <laughs> SoFi Stadium and the Chargers organization were going to deny entry to our brother, Gorilla Rilla, from attending the game. And tell the world out there throughout this country that Gorilla Rilla has never done anything wrong to tarnish the pride of the silver and black or the importance of superfans. If you have documents, if you have photos, if you have clues, evidence, if you will, of Charger superfans who've been allowed to attend games there in costume, you see, I know what's happened, and this oversteps the bounds, if you will, of both common sense and decency. Secondly, my brothers, for the Raiders, the players be coming out here and talking in a different tone and got right down in your living room and told you what's gonna happen to the rest of the division this year. So I tell you right now, you better take that to the bank because when they said it, it's a true fact. And then all the media and trolls on social media coming out there knocking out public. And when they're coming out here talking about the way people look you know what, world out there, I'm not a normal-looking person myself. You know what I'm talking about? I've been wearing these colors a long time. I've been in the den of the Lions, and it's been a privilege and an honor to stand side-by-side side with other members of the Raider Nation. Because when you knock them, you're knocking me. 
And let me tell you something, Daddy. Our fan base can buy and sell you many times over, Charger fans. And the other bottom line is, this in this football world, we are three-time world champions. And that's the bottom line. And the other bottom line is, the Raiders are the current bull of the woods, if you will. And that makes us the baddest of them all. So, so far, you say you're going to deny entry to the Raiders super fan because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, I tell you what's going to happen. Total destruction is going to happen. <laughs> and anybody who's coming to the game just better know that it ain't going to be for the week of heart. The week of heart, if you will. So now I want to say something to Gorilla out there on the West Coast. Hang in there, my friend, because we're going to bring a blackout in your honor, baby. We are Raider Nation. We are the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. And I am the American Nightmare. I am the Rap Master. There's no other. There's no equal. And the team that built so far was the Raiders. So this coming Sunday, let's get funky like a monkey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, nice. the American Nightmare. Love it, man. Good stuff there from our, our buddy Raider Dusty Rhodes. All right, let's uh, let's go next. So this guy called. Can't remember if it was last show or show before. And and all he did was just call in and drop an f bomb, which was amazing. Oh, and nice. So, yeah. So he called back and, and but he didn't leave his name. And I said, so next time you call, leave your name. And so here he is. Here's Josh in the seven zero three. Perfect. Hey, Murph. Swaggy J. Oh, Josh again. You know, I sit there and I'm watching these fucking shows over here, <laughs> and stuff like that. Can someone please explain to me what the. F- Justin Herbert did to get his <laughs> sucked so goddamn bad by these people. Oh my like, god! I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh, I like Man this guy. done shit, and you would think he was the next damn Messiah coming around. <laughs> no one's giving us a shot against the Chargers. I'm over here talking a bunch of shit though. I don't give a damn. And I'm just I, that question just popped in my head, you know. So I just got one thing to say. Man. Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, that needs to be a soundbite. Oh, man. Oh, Justin oh, Herbert. My God. This guy's in the running for the Michelle Award. <laughs> no kidding. I got one thing to say. Man, Justin Herbert. <laughs> we can get a whole reel of him, you know, because oh, at the end of the F year. Tom Brady, F. Justin Herbert, Gamma. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah, Josh, funny. you need yeah. to call every week. Dude, go, hey, and one more time, and Josh becomes a made man. Yeah, he does. Perfect. So, you know, uh, if you leave a message and we play it on the show three times, you become a made man. You know, and we, when, we, when we make him, we'll go, that's Josh in the beep, 703. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, let's check in next to our, 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 our man that's working all of the oh, overtime. Yeah. yeah. He is working all the overtime in the chat. It is our good friend. We call him the Maderator because he's a made man and he's the moderator of our chat. So he is Ron the Maderator. And, the bot uh, killer. Uh, the, oh, oh, I like it. Like it yes. So let's check in with the bot killer. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Ron. Wanted to call in and talk a little bit about the city of Las Vegas itself. When you drive down the strip there, People often say, look at all that money uh, that the casinos have, and that was built on you from going in there and playing the tables. And people think that the the casino have this massive advantage. The house advantage on table games runs from half a percent to five and a half percent, almost nothing, just that tiny little advantage. But what makes that advantage so powerful to the house is that it's based on long play. The more you play, the more that 
advantage goes to the house and the more money you lose and the more casinos they get to build. Guilty. So I want to take that and <laughs> apply that to this game and this season. I want to list three things that I think will be our house advantage for the long haul on this season. So win or lose this week, three things that I'm looking for. Number one, discipline, which we saw a lot in the preseason. Um, not being the team that makes the most penalties helps you win all the time. Too many years we've been shooting ourselves in the foot with stupid penalty after stupid penalty. I look for that to go away this year. Uh, number two, giving up long third down conversions. Holy cow, how many third and 15s Ugh. do we have to give up before something happens? I'm looking for that to go away. And number three, putting the QB under duress some way, whether that's from the secondary covering well or with pressure up front. Uh, beyond just a win this week, I'm looking for those three things, and I think that can be our house advantage that, you know, um, McDaniels, if he can keep those things consistent, over the long haul of the season, we'll get those breaks go our way more often because those three things are areas that we've been weak over the last decade or more. And um, I think if we can focus on those things, that will really turn things around for us. So hope everybody's doing well. Go Raiders. Oh, there he is, Ron the boy. Raider, man. I love I it. I love it. Great comments from yeah. Ron. Absolutely. So, so he's in the chat and he- He's dogging his own call. Oh, no, he's dogging his own call. He goes, I rambled. I think I was on a spirit journey formation quest with Rogers when I called. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great call, dude. It was a great call, though, and he's dead on. I mean, you cut down. I mean, Murph, how many other Murph, how many freaking years did we watch the Raiders commit stupid penalties and give up Mm. ridiculous third downs that cost us not only games but seasons? Yeah, both are drive killers, especially the penalties, man. When you have penalties and you're at first and 10 and now you're first and 20, first and 15, it just – Changes the whole complexity of that drive and that and the start to that drive or that that set of downs and you just can't have it. If you can eliminate those, you're you're that much more ahead of where you used to be. Um, amen. Absolutely. And you know, in as much crap as we're getting from the, you know, on the offensive line and whatnot and, and all the different criticisms that are out there, that's one thing that's you can't be critical about the Raiders. Like Masha, this reason they cut Leatherwood, he was yep. penalty prone. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now he's not part of the team anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah, b- big moves there. And it's nice to see a little bit of a spirit change there uh, when it comes to the Raiders. All right, we got one more to get to, and then we're out of here for the night. So Mosh, after this call, is going to award the Sizzler. Uh, he gives it at, that out to the best email or phone caller of the night. And our last contestant, so, okay, <laughs> it's Kill Jadis. So Kill Jadis called in with his alter ego, Macho Man Savage. But sure. As we have often referred to going to Raider games, we referred to it as marching into Mordor, right? Okay. Where, like you're going into this dark ominous place okay so Kiljadis has taken that and capitalized and made an entire skit and bit about it so that's what you're getting ready to listen to it's a little bit of an Andy Kaufman journey it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable at first and then it's going to get funny and then it's going to get uncomfortable but then hopefully it'll be funny again here at the end and then Google Earth will hit it (laughs) (laughs) he does get it in in three minutes so I'll give him credit there so let's check in with our buddy Kiljadis good for him Macho Man Savage and a bunch of orcs (laughs) Am I supposed to be translating? Uh, uh, <laughs> we roll in numbers. We roll in strength. War is coming. 
Death will come to all. They will be thrown into the abyss. This is impressive. No army, no team, no team can escape the silver and black. We are strong. We are deadly. We are raiders. We are raider nation. Seven countries, wait, countries? Oh, oh. Seven countries in the west, eight in the east, south, and north. One dark nation on a dark throne. One nation to rule them all. One nation to battle them. One nation to bring them all. And in the darkness, destroy them. Los Angeles. March forward to Los Angeles. What happened? Well, you kind of held all that hype inside you and it let out all at once and puts you in a trance. And because of that, you kind of spoke black speech of Mordor to an entire crowd of Raider fans. <laughs> huh. Well, if that stayamate silver and blacked out... Then something is wrong. Bring on the sparklers. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Too funny. Too funny. He's got so many characters inside of him. How oh my gosh. That even possible. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Alright, so our email started off with silver and black Mac, Raider Shank, William Holcomb, John and Paul all brought it successfully tonight. It was amazing. The great emails by everybody. Capo kicked it off with the voicemail. Bringing the word like Capo can only do. Houston Raider Steve teased us with a couple of songs in there. He said uh, that hopes that we can make up for Leatherwood. And uh, uh, he is uh, hoping to put it in uh, Floria's hole pipe. Uh, uh, <laughs> that might be my favorite line of the year. Yeah, by the way. no kidding. Uh, the American Nightmare called out the world for being Raider haters. He's uh, funky like a monkey. And then... Josh in the 703. Nice. Beep, Justin Bear. Ron, the Mater Raider. He had three advantages to the house. Discipline, third down conversions, and harassing the quarterback. And Ron's, Ron's call 
it brought it. And then Kill Jadison, he didn't know, but I speak a little Mordor. Oh, you do? I do. He's going to toast me. Sizzler. Kill Jadis. Wow. Wow. How about it? I gave the award in Mordor. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Nice. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! And maybe he'll quit crying for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Doubt it. Doubt it. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. We should do that all in Mordor. Boo-boo, Schuster. All right, so um, I've got one. <laughs> I've got one more. I've got one more thing for you to throw at you boys on the way out. We're getting ready to head into Week One. Raiders football is back. It's Let's time go. To time time Let's go. Let's go. All right, so here we go. Most ever passing yards in Week One in NFL history. I'm going to give you one of the names. Derek freaking Carr, 435. You want to guess some of the other names on the list? Pay-pay. Pay-pay, 462 is correct. Uh, Tom. Tom Brady's on there, 517. Wow. Norm, Norm Van Brocklin, if you nice. need him. Come Number on. one, 554. Dan Marino, freaking the, the mm. Italian stallion over there, 473. Matt Ryan, Eli Manning, uh, Matt Ryan twice. Matt Ryan at 448 and 450. Kurt Warner and Drew Brees rounds out the, the top 10. Wow. But Derek Carr, man. So let's go, man. It's time for Devontae. Let's do it. It's time for Waller. It's time for what's, Matt Collins. What's he need for a minimum to be on that list? 435. Nice. Yeah. So 436 would put him up there. He'd be the only two-time uh, entry other than Matt Ryan. So that'd be, that'd be awesome. So right anyway, on. I appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Swag, Jeff, shout them all out. But I just want to tell everybody, thank you so much for being here tonight. I appreciate all of you. Look forward to, uh, to sharing a lot more uh, Raiders fan radio with you. We'll be back every week. We've got one more uh, road trip. Well, we've got two more road trips, but our next one will be uh, with the Bustin' with the Boys guys coming up. So if you're coming to Nashville, holler at us. We love you guys so very, very much. And uh, thank you for all the donations tonight. All goes to the One Nation Foundation. Raider Nation, see you next week. Well, you about took everything from me, so that's no, okay. No, no. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. 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 And thanks hey. everyone in the chat. Ebony Graves, Heat Freak, Raider Gears and Threads. Uh, new subscriber tonight, Pedro Andron. Thank you, Pedro. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Kill Jadis. Paul is in there. BL. Hey, we raised like 150 bucks tonight. Oh, okay. Hey, let's go. Let's go. I'll pay for our dinner. <laughs> oh, well, good. Well, good. Good. Thank you. Fabricator Gill, Michelle Sweat, Ron. Thanks for all your hard work tonight, buddy, and uh, and great call as well. Thank you. Uh, Uncle Mosh, why don't you and QB Jeff take us home? QB Jeff, what about it, man? Good what to have you. Good, about, good to have you in the booth again tonight, and good to have the booth in your place of business. Say, you're in my booth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys coming and, and doing this, and can't wait to see everybody that, that weekend of the Raiders Titans game. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. And uh, going to be a fantastic time, so let's get after it and get the dub. Hey, well, can, we, we can, appreciate you being here. Go ahead. Yeah, congratulations on the new gig, too. Appreciate Absolutely. New color man Absolutely, for MTSU Blue Raiders yes. football. You had your first week with it. Yep. Uh, who's up next? We got uh, Colorado State this weekend. So if anybody's near Fort Collins, Colorado, would love to meet up Friday or Saturday morning. Let me know and uh, 
It's going to be a great time, great season. Football is here, boys and girls. All right. Buckle up. Well, for my my little nephew over there, my buddy over here, Swaggy J, and QB Jeff the Boss, I'd just like to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Remember, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Adios, malingerers. Good night, everybody. God bless. Wear your seatbelts. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.